0: What's good, everybody? We are back with another episode of We Just Be Talking. It is your host, Gold. Um, I'm not by myself today. It's not just Gold. Um, I told y'all, next couple of episodes we have, it's going to be a different guest. We had Zig on last week. Um, and this week is um, a very close friend of mine. We've been literally, when people say day one, this is literally the definition of a day one. Like, literally, we have been friends since we was five years old. <laughs> like, this is like my best friend and nobody knows. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's by um, the homie Jock. Um, Jack Quell, Jack, Jack, whatever you want to call him He has you know, many names um, Super producer back in the day But you know, he was tired, But I'm about to get him back out, th- back to the game in a few um, hey. So yeah, I can tell people hello <laughs>
1: What's up man? What's going on?
0: Yeah, so um, The way I start off with the guests And everything, I let people um, Give like their introductions So you, could, you get like a good five minutes To just, you know, give a background What you do Anything you want to say, as long as it's not anything wild and out of pocket, you can say it. You got five minutes, so the floor is yours, sir. Whenever you're done, just say, that's all I got, and
1: we'll continue. And just to talk about myself, man, I hate doing that. I um, know. You got five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Go ahead. I got you. Uh, yeah, so the name is Cole Curry. Um, like you said, I go by many names. Some people call me Jock. That's like close personal friends, right, from from the day ones and whatnot. So now I have a different name. I don't know if you know it or not, but I go by Jack Fairs now. Um, just simply, you know, people, you know, my family call me Jack uh, Fairs. It means make in French and whatnot. So I'm constantly making something rather as, you know, in music or something electronic, you know, just, anything. It's just, it's just my hobby to just make something, you know, with my hands or, you know, so, but other than that, man, um, I don't know about that super producer or whatnot, but I used to produce back in the day, um, for a little while. And then, you know, like you said, I retired or whatnot. not, so we're going to see if he's going to get me back into it or not. So that's pretty much it, man. All right. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, jock, has
0: Lily like Lily? it's crazy how this even how we even like became friends because the whole story is wild because what happened was he stayed next door to my grandparents um old house yeah and his sister and my cousin were like best friends so my cousin my cousin of course had a, a brother, which is also my cousin, and it was always going to be, it was always, they always wanted to be like, yeah, our brother should be like close friends, this and that? But, when we all met each other, it's like me and Jock just like clicked. Yeah. they like a young age, we just clicked, and we just always kept in touch. Um, Whenever I'll be over by the house, or I'll be there like, during the school year and everything, like if I saw him, we'll chop it up for a few, like Lily, it was just like, it was, it was like, you know, like you meet people, and it's just like, you meet them, and it's like y'all just instantly homies, like y'all just connect. That's how it was me and Jack. Like, we really just met and just it took off from there. Um, and like I said, we've been great friends ever since. Um, people find it's hard to believe, but we have never had like a major disagreement or fight <laughs> oh, <laughs> ever. God. And we've known each other for we 27 now, 25 no, like what 22 years we know each other now. That's a 22. It might be longer than that. Five was just when I remember. It might be longer than that. So, yeah, like we know each other for like over twenty-two years, and like this is one friend I can say I've never had any. We've had disagreements about things, but never been like anything catastrophic or like we haven't talked in a long time. The only time we didn't talk for a certain period of time was middle school because they right. sent me out to you know to McKinley, and down here in um, Baton Rouge, that was one of the better middle schools and everything. Mm-hmm. And Jockey ended up going to. Um, uh, was school, it Crestworth?
1: His name at least ten times. Yeah, i was about to say, was
0: it Crestworth when you went there? Was it Crestworth?
1: Crestworth when I started, Scotlandville When I ended in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: remember they changed the name like three times. So, yeah. but yeah, so and then that period, then ironically, we had orientation for high school because we I, we both went to um, Scotlandville High, yeah. and ironically, when we went to orientation, we ran into each other like. On like once it was once they let us get around, we started going to talking to all the different people. We ran a teasure and I was like, oh, I was like, Jock, what's up? And he was like, Oh, I oh, that's true. And we, we we linked back up. Yep. And since then, we changed numbers because we was old enough so we could change numbers. Back then we wasn't smart. We didn't think about getting like <laughs> numbers nothing, like house numbers, nothing like that. Cause like we was old, we was younger. So back in the day it was the like house phone, was all you had. You ain't have a cell phone. Right. So, you know, um, and then from there we just kept on, kept in touch. Then we, we when we got back linked back up. We were talking. Now he was like, "What you been up to? What you do, Snap?" And I was like, "Nothing. You know, I work with music now. This Snap, because we always like music, but we never really like at that time. We never really pursued it. And then um, when we got to high school, we both started working on music around the same time too, which is weird. Like we started working on it around like late seventh grade, eighth grade ish. Around that time, we really started like really working on it." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I'll make I'll make beats too." And I was like, "Shut the front door! That's crazy!" And then we just then we started talking about that. And then we started working on music together. Um, me and Jock have made a ton of beats together, and it's wild because like Jock is literally like the and he can cause he you can, you can attest to this Jock Jock is literally like the 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 yin to the yang when it comes to we, us making music because yeah. my weak points is his strong points and vice versa <laughs> when it comes to like what we do because. I suck in melodies. I do. I suck in melodies. Um, but Jock was like, Jock was like the, the king of coming up with a, a quick melody. Like he'll, he'll lace a melody out like quick. It would be easy. And then when it comes to like structure and like, um, instrumentation that's being used and like, basically like arrangement, arrangement and sampling was more so what I was like super good at. And he said, it. I was,
1: huh. <laughs> he said it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like arrangement and sample. Like, I, like, 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 I just, I was just always good at sampling, like arrangement. Like, I'll get like the weirdest samples. Like, I'll, I'll hear something on a commercial, and I will find a commercial, and I'll be like, "This will be a great sample." And I will just make, I'll, I'll finagle it, mess around with it, and boom, it was just big, but like, "What made you think of this?" Like, who thinks to do? It? I said, "I don't know. It just came to my head, and I just did it." And then, like as far as like instrumentation and arrangement, like I was always good at that. So we put that together. We was just, it was just amazing. Like it's how we made a beat. People always ask us like, y'all selling it, right? Like y'all about to sell it? Like, <laughs> like, can I buy it? Um, and, and yeah, it was just like we had a a ton of a ton of fun doing it. Like it was a great, it was a great time. Until it wasn't, which was when it tried to it, it started to become more like a business. And I don't know how Jock feel about it like, I don't know you how you feel about it, Jock, but do you feel like when it started feeling like a business when it stopped being fun. <laughs> like, can I always say that's what killed it for me? Like when it started being like a business, I lost the passion. I did.
1: Yeah, man. I like. Right. So when it when it became serious and, you know, we we you know we had a couple of artists with us at the time. And um we noticed that we had a lot of stuff, but it just never got finished. And it's like me and you, you know, we was like, yeah, just go ahead and put it out. Just go ahead and get over it, right? And uh, you know, we when the so in other words, when the level of profession started kicking in for us, that's when it stopped being fun. It's like, oh crap, so we gotta start taking this serious. Or, you know, um now that, you know, people want to buy our music and whatnot, it's like, oh crap, we can't we can't just put out anything or give them anything you know it's like we started overthinking uh what we was producing rather than oh that sounds good to us just go ahead and release it and we was good and we, you know we really wasn't worried about it so it's when the when we started becoming professionalists and 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 just stop playing around with just melodies and different drum patterns or whatnot that's when it stopped becoming fun for me so i guess it's like a mixture of everything
0: yeah, I feel the same way, bro. Because I feel like like once we got, because like you said, like we like we had, and we're gonna talk about some stories too. <laughs> y'all gonna be like, y'all had it like that. I'm like, yeah, we was we was working for real. Like we had opportunities that we passed on because either like it was either one of us was undecided on it, and the way me and Jock operate is that is is both of us are neither need of us. That's how we always operate. We always operate right. in, in that in that way. Um, and it's a lot of opportunities that we got brought upon us. And if one of us wasn't feeling it, we just scrapped it. We didn't do it. We didn't go with it. Um, and a lot of times when it came to us making music and us producing and everything like that, like everyone would tell us, like you know, y'all like y'all y'all get together, and y'all just make instant. Like we had like like you said, all, the artists that we did have, and we even like semi managed a couple artists for a few. Like we mm-hmm. when we got like real fast, we actually managed a couple artists and everything. Um, we had a quiet, like, We had some like a whole production group because we had um, what's his name? Greg was it? Greg
2: We had oh, this guy yeah, named uh,
0: Greg. Yeah, he played the guitar. We had a guitarist. Yeah. Um, I was on the keys because that was my strong suit. Um, Jock was just the 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 eight oh eight drum guard, and he just he just had it together. Like Jock could play any instrument. Like he was playing the guitar, he could play the uh, the keys. Like it was it didn't matter. He was just he was, he was oh. just
1: the versatile huh? I was trying to play every instrument I never perfected any of them
0: <laughs> <laughs> about to say master master of none
1: yeah, <laughs> jack right. of all trades master of none <laughs>
0: no pun that's, how I, that's how that's how right <laughs> that's how I was for you. But so it was like we had all these different people we met we met the um we met rappers we had a singer um right. we had um we had two rappers that um were actually friends that I met before Jock. They were my friends from middle school. Um two good friends of mine. And uh another one that we wasn't, it's crazy because it's crazy because like Jesus, we wasn't we was cool in middle school. We wasn't really like friend friends in middle school. We didn't really get friends to high school, but he was a middle school homie too. So like I had these three, and when I met Jock, I said Jock, I was like, I got three these, these three through dudes that rap. So we started like, and it was funny, y'all, because that's how, how we made our first song. I'll never forget. <laughs> this is the first song we ever made. So we was, so we was in, we was in an English class together with one of the homies. Um, and he was writing, cause we used to always like just joke around and write and write and this and that and make different stuff and all that. And then people found out I, I worked in music. It was like, oh, you work with music? Oh, let's do this. And that. So we started just messing around. And then we was like, Man, we could really go. We could really do something with this. Like, we gonna really make a song. And we was like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's let's fuck it. Let's fuck it. Let's let's make a song. Let's 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 drop a track. Fuck you. So at that time, we wasn't really making beats. Like when we got to college, we wasn't really making them. So what they would do was Hear a song, look up the instrumental, and then you know rap over you know like everybody used to do back in the day everybody from that time used to just look up an instrumental from a song they like and you'll try to rap over it that's pretty much how you used to do that was just a thing back in the day
1: classic misstep the Lil Wayne days
0: right you know the drought three era all that that's when you used to just do that no ceilings like things like that that's when you used to do that kind of stuff um and when that happened we got we had this one teacher named Mr. Villier um (laughs) And she had a classroom that was like this, like basically, was like a trailer that was like towards the back of the uh, campus that we used to go into all the time. So for lunch, she'll let us be in there chilling. She'll be like, You can be in here for lunch, just don't bother me. And uh-huh. this and that. She used to be like that. And I'll be like, Cool, I ain't gonna bother. I'm just gonna sit in here and chill. So we, one, one, one day, we had assembled everything. Like we had like a mic. Um, I had got some Beats headphones uh-huh. for Christmas. And I brought them to school. I'll bring them to school. And cause I'll bring them to school and I listen to music on at lunch, so I'll bring them to school, and we had a microphone. It was a karaoke mic. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yep,
2: I was about to say, it, was
0: a, <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was an old karaoke mic that my sister had, cause her, her karaoke machine had broke, and it was a microphone that she had that was just old, and we never threw it away at the time. And I used to take the microphone the karaoke microphone, and my beats, and we'll um, go to, and we'll go into the classroom at lunchtime. So when we did it, it's like, well, it's like, well, how are we going to record? We, ain't, we can't download software. And I said, oh, we could definitely record it. <laughs> so or if we could definitely download Like, we're going to record. I'm going to show y'all. So to give a little preface to this story, me and Jock back in fifth grade, this is when me and Jock knew we learned electronics and stuff like that, because in fifth grade, I kid y'all not, we fixed the classroom computer because we, we went to a poor elementary school. It don't even exist anymore. It's not even mm. school anymore. And we had two computers, and it was only one at work. The other one used to just spass out. So one day, me and Jock was like, man, I'm tired of just using one computer. Because we was in the class with a bunch of, like, yeah, it was some dudes that just, nah. just <laughs> 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 It was wild. It was wild. Um, and I was like, man, I'm tired of them hogging the computer, bro. Like, I just want to have a computer for us. Like, we can just do stuff on. Like, I'm tired of waiting on them to this and that. And we was like, all right, baby, we're going to fix it. So we went to the computer, and... It was doing recess, and we was just work, We was just messing around with the computer. Like we took we took the cover off of it. Yep.
2: <laughs>
0: By all you this is a school computer. We shouldn't be doing any of this. We took the cover off.
2: We looked at the like
0: we ain't know nothing. We was doing. We took the mother. We we, we looked at the motherboard, the the, the memory, the RAM, all that we was looking at. It. We was like, all right, so let's try moving this, that, and this and that. And then we started turning it on. It came on. It was like, oh, it's on. Then the screen popped up and it said to press these keys. So we pressed the keys and it brought up like the startup boot menu. And we thought we had messed up. We was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what is this?" So then we started like messing around with some settings and messing around with them. And then eventually it popped on. It was slow as hell. It was slow as hell, uh-huh. but it came on. And you could go to any everything on on everything on there. You can go in there. So and we got it working. And then everybody's like, "When this computer started working, this and that." And we was like we fixed it, and our teacher was like y'all fixed it, and we was like yeah. What we was over here doing? <laughs> so, and from there she was like oh no y'all too smart uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so yeah, it was just it was just wild. So it's like from there we always had like a knack for just like figuring out like electronics and everything we always did. And in high school when we wanted to record, we needed to download a programs to do it. Um, and people that's into music know that Pro Tools is like the stand. That's the industry. That's the industry standard. At that time, it, it pretty much still is like at the OG. But at the time, it was pretty much just it was just that. But Soulja Boy came out around that time. Y'all know Soulja. Oh, yeah. Soulja Boy came out around the time. And Soulja Boy used FL Studio or Fruity Loops. Back in the day, it was Fruity Loops. Now it's FL Studio. So what I did was I had FL Studio on my computer at home, but not on the computer. So what I did was I downloaded. All the different files and everything, all the different like hacks and all the stuff to get on there. And I brought it to the school computer on a flash drive (laughs) and I installed it from that flash drive. And it let me do everything I have, I I got the permissions to do and everything. And let me do it. And we started recording. That's like, man, how you did all this? I said, don't worry about that. Just know we got it. We're gonna record. (laughs) So and at the time, Jock didn't have it for Studio, so I said, "Oh, what you been using?" He, I forgot what you, I forgot what it
1: was you was using at
0: the time. Oh, but I know uh, it
1: wasn't it for Studio. It was uh, what is it, Acoustia? Uh, something Acoustic? Um, I, I, it was I, like pre-made loops and stuff.
0: Yeah, Acoustics, I think it was, or something yeah, like, like
1: Acoustia, uh, something like that. It was some crazy.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it was some wild, <laughs> some wild. So when that happened, me and Jock, um, I gave Jock it for Studio. And when I gave him up for the studio, that was like unlocking, like, the hidden potential. Because <laughs> when I gave him in for the studio, I started, I was like, yeah, bro, I said, you just download like this. And then you could have everything lined up. You could, you could record on track. You could layer this and that. All different kind of stuff on there. And then I was like, yeah, bro, I was like, and, um, need some drum kits. Because I had, like, collected a bunch of drum kits at the right. time. So, and samples. So, I said, yeah, bro, I got the samples and the drum kits. So I said, here, take these and mess around with them. You could, like, detune them. Um, you could play around with them, chop them up, and you'd be great. So I started showing Jock. That's why I introduced Jock to like sampling and like the arrangement, because Jock was always good. with just thinking of a melody in his head, and he was good at and he was good at chord progressions. That was he was he was great on. It's just the arrangement of how he had a layer was just always And drum loops. He was good. He was great at drum loops. Drum loops was his thing. Jock. He was he was a beast of drum loops too. And I started showing. I was like, Nah, but I say like, move this here, and then do this around there, and uh-huh. then. I was like, it's gonna it's gonna sound weird, but move this to a key three octaves below, and then adjust the tune to to this. And he was like, What? I say, like, do it. And then <laughs> he did it and he was like, Okay, okay, I like it. And I was like, Yeah, I said you guys just play around with it. So that's when we that's when it really started us like putting stuff together and all, like working together as like a team to really start figuring out, like, okay, this is how we're gonna set this up. And we was like, all right, so we're a team. So we started Working together, so then we had the guys with the with the songs and everything in that class, and it was the lunch period. We came in there, and the first song that we made was to a Wiz Khalifa beat. Oh yeah, it was to boarding pass. The song was called Boarding Pass. That was the first song that we recorded. It was to Wiz Khalifa beat Boarding Pass. And when I tell y'all when we recorded that, we fucked that all the way up because <laughs> <laughs> it was off beat. The beat was too loud, couldn't hear them. The mic was static in. The
1: other was too quiet.
0: Right. We didn't know how to mess the sound. We didn't know how to mess with the different um the different audio files. We didn't know how to mix. We didn't realize, like, oh shit, you gotta know how to mix shit and master. it. We didn't know about that part. So we didn't know about mastering and mixing. So it started out rough. It did. And the first couple of songs, we just had it like offbeat. It was just bad. We was just putting songs out. And like me and Jock at the time, we didn't think much of it. We was like, we just having fun. Like, fuck it. We're going to put the shit out. So we was just putting songs out, sounding like pure ass. <laughs> <laughs> not mixed, not mastered. Just out. We just putting shit out. we like, yeah, man, we just going to put it out. And eventually it got to the point to where we said, we're going to make a mixtape. And the mixtape was called the Swag. The Swag Tape. That's what it was called. The Swag. The Swag Mixtape Volume
1: One. (laughs) It was like an acronym for something I can't remember. I forgot
0: what the acronym. It was because it was it was S W A Q. It was S W A Q.
2: Yeah.
0: And we we had it was a swag. It was a swag mix. The Swag Tape Volume One. We never had a Volume Two. That's the only (laughs) volume that exists. And we recorded the songs. I mean we had this one song that was a diss to this um to this girl <laughs> and that caused like a whole thing. We was in beef. It was, oh man. it was so it was so crazy. But it was so much fun though. Like I had so much fun like recording and like me and Jock just had so much fun just mixing and producing everything. It was just so fun. And um and we dropped the tape that summer in June. And that's why even Twitter was really popping off. Yep. So we dropped it on Twitter and everything like that. And people was liking it. The mixtape, I kid y'all not. I'm very proud of this because that mixtape had a hundred downloads. Oh, it had a yeah. hundred downloads and like, I think 500 listens. Uh-huh, <laughs> so hey. we was very proud. <laughs> oh, we we, so we was
1: coming
2: up.
0: <laughs> yeah. we was like, oh, people, really, people really rocking with it. Like it's, it's what's up. Like we, we really doing the thing. So like, we was really like excited about it. And, um, we was really excited about it. And when we, like, saw the numbers, was like, man, this is good. Like, we need to be serious with this. So then we were like, we're going to come out with another tape. But that tape never came out mm-hmm. because we started recording for that one because that was going to be junior year. That was the name of the tape. It was junior year. Because we started doing this in 10th grade. And the, the second tape was going to be junior year. Wasn't it junior year? Yeah. Yeah, it was junior year. And um, we had several different names for the, for the label <laughs> that we made up. <laughs> It was the swag label, then we had um, Kid Cash Entertainment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kid Cash Entertainment, <laughs> we had that. <laughs> like, the names we came up with were so childish. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> they were so childish. It was just
1: a bunch of kids just having fun, bro. Like, we
0: did. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was like me, you. I ain't going to say the homies' names because I don't like saying people's names. They don't, they don't feel comfortable with it, but they know right. where they are. yeah. Love them boys. But yeah, like we, um, we all we, we used to come up with the wildest. Like we used to have meetings to think about like, all right, so we're going to have this song, that song. We used to have like sit downs with beat sets where we would play beats and listen to like, oh yeah, y'all need to play this beat. Like we used to sit down in class and one of the homies be like, hey, y'all found a beat. Cause will be the one to find all the beats. Cause we wasn't making beats at that time. Like talking yeah. about yeah. and he'll find the beats and he'll be like, I got this beat shot. This bit, this, this bit wrong. And we'll listen to it. we are like, oh yeah, that's clean. Y'all gonna be, what y'all gonna call this one? They already had the song and everything. They'd be like, "I'm gonna send y'all the beat." So we had a whole thing going. On. It was fun, but the reason junior year never, the reason junior year never dropped because people was like, y'all, them songs y'all made really was good. Like, like they was really good. Like y'all should get make some more and all that. Like people was fucking with them. Um, and then when we got to junior year, we had made like a solid like five songs. Yeah. We made like a solid five songs, and then. We was making this one song. It was called "Better Night." That was the last song we recorded in there. It was "Better Night,"
2: yeah.
0: and that song was gonna be the hit. because That one was amazing. Like at that point, Jaka got in his bag, y'all. Like he was, <laughs> he was remixing the beats that they was giving to us. Like he had remixed the whole song, and like he, he like changed so much stuff on it. Was just like amazing. It was gonna be amazing. That was gonna be like the song. We was like, we finally get to a point where we really we figuring out how to master for real, like how to manipulate things and all that. And I kid you not, the reason why we stopped recording Junior Never Came Out was because, you know, when you start doing stuff that people think is cool, especially in high school, you know, you get people that come, they come want to watch, they want to follow, they want to be in there with you and all that. So in the meantime, of us recording all these songs over the course of a year and a half, people started listening to them and they'll be like, um they they're they start coming in the room for lunchtime And there's one dude I'll never forget He like jumped on the table <laughs> <Over with it. laughs> And broke the table And we broke that table Our teacher came out that room Our teacher came out that room And she was um And she was just like Get out, get out right now Everyone get out <laughs> And I was like we didn't even do anything, that was him Like kick him out And she was like no, no, all of you get out Oh, you're like, you get out because you're in here. Because all I hear is when they rapping, I hear them cursing and this and that. They did, they did cuss when they yeah, rap. Yeah. They did cuss when they rap. They cuss, they cuss sometimes. But then they start keeping it clean. And she was like, "Get out, get out!" And we was like, "Oh my God, wow!" And after that, no more classroom for lunch. She yeah. stopped letting us come in. Stop letting us come in. And we stopped recording at that point. That's when we stopped. And then I want to say some years went by. And we got to our freshman year of college, I think freshman or sophomore, might freshman, have been sophomore yeah. year, freshman year of college, yeah. And we started back making music and recording um, at our friends, at one of our friends' house, one of the homies' house. We started recording there, um, and it that was around. Was that around the time when you really stopped, like you stopped coming around with the recording at that point, huh? Was that around the time?
1: Yeah, I was like in and out. I remember freshman year, I think sophomore year, I was I was more focused on like the producing side rather than the recording and whatnot. And then I think junior year is when I was like, yeah, I start I started to reach my like, yeah, I'm I'm I had enough. <laughs> but I think freshman year I was there Like in and out And then sophomore year I started to like Fade out a little bit Just focus more On the producing side
0: Yeah cause that's when You started making the beats And You would sending them over To one of the homies And everything like that
1: yeah. I remember that I remember that
0: And then also um, At the same
1: time I, I know I had like Made I think I had did like Two beat tapes Around that same time I think so it was pretty much like all the all the records that, that was passed on. Because I was like, Okay, well it's it's a it's a hard no from everybody. So I was like, Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and release it. That was like my way of like trying to get, you know, back fun, you know. I don't I don't know if that makes sense or not. <laughs> no, I kinda no, I
0: understand. You have to we we both had this period of time when we kinda of just try to like find the fun in it. We did yeah. because um and I and listen, I know some people that I know in real life listen to the podcast. And if the homies listen to it, if y'all think it's any kind of like offense or anything, it's not. Just just hit me up and we can talk about it. It's not no offense. Like it's really not. I'm just I'm just telling the truth about how the whole thing with the music happened. So around the time after was like when Jock said he started like pulling away about like the whole Recorded that he was more producing because that's when you was dropping your tapes because that's when you started adopting the young Monica the um the Jack you just said at the beginning of the episode I can't even say the last name you know yeah, that Jack I'm sorry Bears. yeah so yeah. that's when he was out to that Monica and he was you was dropping the, the beat tapes and all that and and they was they was cold. they were some good beat tapes they were um I think you deleted all of them now I think they're gone
1: uh one of them is gone two of them is still up I think but. You know, I never really like paid attention to it or whatnot. I just know it was just up there. I just never took it down. Right, right, yeah.
0: And and um and yeah, like we and at that point in time, that's when when we got to like college is when it started coming more like a business. That's when it started becoming a like a business. And and at that point in time, me and the homies, we had stopped talking. We had stopped talking and. From there, I started hanging around some, some new homies. i met had some new friends. I did. It was actually in between that time because we had put together and bought a microphone. We put together and bought a microphone. Mm-hmm. And the and, interface, too,
2: yeah.
0: And the interface. Because I bought the interface, and we put together and bought the microphone. And at that point, that's when, like, because, like, you know how it went. Like, one of the homies, he'll always get a burst where he'll be, like, super motivated. He'll be like, yeah, let's do what you did and then <laughs> yeah. it'll die out and be like this trash i don't feel like doing this no more i suck i'm not a good i'm not good it's not good and i'll be like bro like just just record it like yeah. just do just it, it. Yeah. just do it just record it and it just it was always like inconsistent to where it will be like we'll be hot and we'll be on and then we'll be off and when we was off we was off when we was on we was on and it's just how it was it was always like inconsistent as far as like us yeah. making songs, making music and everything like that. So it got to the point where I was like, man, I was like, what's the point of having this equipment? And I said, I'm about to just get rid of it. So I had a friend and him and the other friend, they was rapping. They wanted to start rapping and all that kind of stuff. And I told him, like, I worked with music and all that. And I was like, oh, cool, man. So we started like making songs and all that. And I sold the equipment. I am, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I sold I sold the equipment. I sold I was, it to them. Um,
1: he told me so sold it. I was like, wait, What?
0: Yeah, I sold it to the homies <laughs> that was using it, bro. Cause I was like, I was like, I got I got we got this microphone, this, this interface and all this. And I was like, I sold it. I sold it. I got I, I just sold it. So I said, hey, bro, just give me this amount for it, and you can take it. Boom. And we're gonna just call it there. I mean, y'all could just keep recording and all that. And when they found out they were upset about it, they were. Cause I was like, yeah, I sold that, I sold that mic. Like I did. And they was mad about it. Um, and and ho- ho- man, I'm all about self accountability. That's why that's my new thing for especially for 2022. It was wrong for me to just sell it when other people put money into it. It was. I'll be completely honest. That was wrong. I shouldn't have just sold it. Even though it was a thing where I put the most at that time. I put the most. I invested the most money into the music production stuff we had. So, in my head at that time, when I was young and just dumb. In my head, I'm like, shit, I put the most money in on it. So whatever I do with it, I do with it. Mm-hmm. I'll do the recording anyway. I do all this and that. So whatever I decide to do with it is what I do with it. Nobody else using it. And it was like a good year or two. We wasn't using that shit, bro. Like it wasn't like it was yeah. just a was month we was using it. Yeah, some time had passed. We was not recording or nothing. Some time had passed. Some time had really passed. We wasn't using it. And I'm like, I don't want this shit. Like I don't want to even do it no more. Like what's the point? So I sold it. Um, And then I want to say, from there, from there we me and Jock would still talk, cause me and Jock used to talk like about once a month. And we would still keep in touch and everything like that. But me and the and the OG homes, we started really talking. So then I started hanging around like my newer friends more that I had met. Um, and we was making a lot of songs. I was mixing their songs from mastering. And it started becoming, it started becoming like a, a job for that too. Cause they was, cause my friend really used to push me to, like, make his stuff sound like nice. Like, he'd really pushed me for it. Like, he'd be like, this and that. And he'd be like, you need to make a beat for me. I want you to make a beat. But I never made beats for him. I never did. I never did. And still to this day, I want to. You know, we i talking to I want to make one. Just send it to him. Like, here, y'all. If y'all want to use it? Y'all use it. This is, like, years overdue. <laughs> but yeah. it was like I started, like, doing stuff with them. Like, it was fun. It was like a business. But it was fun. And then they, um, they asked, when my friend started a group, it was called The Compound. Um, I think now it's The Compound 22 And um, We was I was basically The in-house producer Or like the Like the mixer for For them And From there That's when it got crazy Cause like through them I started meeting like A lot of like local rappers That people knew about mm. And everything And Cause I'll never forget The highlight of my Producing career Was when I produced um, I mixed the track for um For the guy named Um Gussie I mixed the tracks for him. Yeah, people don't like people don't know this, but I I mixed. I like he had a beat and like he came and we was it was a homecoming for like UL, and we recorded. He recorded. So he's like, yeah, man, I got this beat that they made. It was a mix they made for me like a while ago, um, and I ain't recorded yet. I'm about to record it right now. I said, I right, better hop in. Like, go ahead. So he had to record it. And when I tell y'all, like that was like one. That was the first time that I sat down. And I like took my time, but like really. Like, make sure I made sure the levels was right. It was mixed properly. The, the the, the, the like, the, the levels was right. The the highs, the lows was bad. I did everything. I was really focused and locked in. And then I sent it to him. He was like, oh, yeah, son, this is perfect. Appreciate it. And, like, he tagged me in and everything like that. And then people was like, oh, I didn't know you did this and that. And then that kind of got a little buzz going and everything like that with me. And people was asking me, like, about, like, beats and, like, producing stuff like that. And at that time, that's when I started, that's when I started making beats on my own because me and jock had really not been making beats together for that at that point in time at that point i was like, making beats together
1: Man,
2: and be i
0: started like
1: knowing that time period too though
0: yeah yeah that was a busy a very wild time in life that was a that was a wild, wild time in life um and i started like making um beats and everything like i still made them and jock still made them but we just never worked together on anything and then i'll drop them on like twitter i post like a sample and people will hear be like, yo, when you finish this, send this to me. Like, I'll buy this right now. And I'll be like, it ain't for sale. That's another thing. Like, I never sold the beats. I, I made a ton of beats, and I never sold them. Amen. I'll always keep them. <laughs> and people will ask me. people, and I, You know this job. People will literally ask, like, yo, I'll buy this beat right now. Like, just send it to this. I'll send you the money right now. Like, what you want, cash? Like, what you want? I'll send it to you right now. I'll get it to you. And let me buy this beat. And I'll never sell them. And looking back, I wish I did because now I just have a collection of beats that are somewhere on hard drives I have in my room that would never see the light of day. Um, and I know Jock has a literally uh, entire hard drive of beats we made in like an entire... We, that was like the... What kind of said: say? Making five beats a day for three summers? Uh, we was making like five beats a day for a week. Yeah. That's when we like, yeah, because we was with one of the homies because that's when we Jock and the homie, like kind can linked link back up. We all got back cool. Um, well, me and Jock never fell off, but like me and the homie had got back cool, and we was at his career. We was just making all kind of beats. Like we was just sampling. Like, it was called because the tape was gonna be called Classics, yes. and it was all it was all kind of beats we had made. And um, we was just like figuring out like what to chop at, this and that. And me, as like people say, I'm a, I'm a sample guard. As people be saying, That's what they ever people call me. They say you the sampling guard and this and that. But I don't think I'm that great at it. That's just what people say.
1: Man, if, if it wasn't for you, bro, I would never start sampling. Like, I was, I was trying to like listen to your stuff and see how you was chopping your stuff because you chopped it up like totally different from what the way I had heard it in my mind. I was like, wait, how he moved this part of the song, you know, and looped this, but next thing you know, he took the bridge of the song and wind up being, you know. So you pretty much took like four different parts of one song from four different areas of that same song and turned it into like a classic. bro. I was I was trying to like figure out how to, you know, do what you was doing. Me, I was just like finding one part and just looping it. I was like, OK, I like this part. Just let's keep this one going. You know what I'm saying? Just put some nice drums over it, a little melody here and there and just let the sample do the work. But you you took that thing to a whole nother level. I was like, bro, how? Like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) It's like, like, my methods for doing all that is like so unorthodox and it's like,
2: I can't, I just
1: do it. It's not structured at all. It's like, this dude would just like start cutting the sample. I remember it like it was yesterday, bro. Like, you was was just slicing that one sample. You was moving it around. You would time stretch it. You would pitch correct it. And then next thing you know, you got it hit. Whereas me, it'll take me like almost a week just try to get, you know, duplicate <laughs> what he did in like a couple of hours. So I was like, uh-uh, he got it. He's most definitely the God. <laughs> hey, bro, I just, I don't know. I
0: just hear things. I get inspired, bro. Like, that it inspires me. <laughs> like, like I don't hear something. Like, literally, because, like, remember that last, the last time he, me and you linked up when you was in your funk and we went to um, one of the homies' house? Mm-hmm. And I had that sample, that song. Oh, yeah. I literally heard that song on a YouTube advertisement. And I said, Oh, this fire. Yeah. I said, I gotta find this. And I went and looked it up. I said, Oh, bet. And I just started like chopping it up. And like then, like we at that time me and Jack not worked on music in years, y'all. Like, it had been yeah. years. Like, and We're almost I like have, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro, it had been a while. And like the homie, he was like, um, he was like, he was like, Yeah, he was like, he's like, he's like, all right, so Y'all could use the TV as y'all monitor. Mm-hmm. I don't just let y'all do y'all thing. I said, bro, I don't know if we got like that. No, more. we could just like come up with magic a couple minutes. He said, y'all say they were tired. Y'all gonna be straight. Y'all gonna drop. I know y'all gonna make something. <laughs> hey,
1: that's so, the only thing I gotta give him, bro. He always motivate us to keep going no matter what. It could be one of our worst beats and whatnot. He would be like, yeah, just just do this, this, and then third, we'll be straight. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to give that to him. Like he was he was motivating us. I don't know what. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, he will be like, "Nah, man." He like,
0: "Nah, bro. Y'all can figure it out. Y'all got it. Y'all can figure it out." No, yeah. I've seen y'all do it. I have seen y'all <laughs> like. <laughs> I was like, "Bro, like it was years ago. Like I ain't got it like that no more. Like I can't just do that no more." And he was like, "Nah, man. Just start, You start messing around with it. You gonna figure it out. It's gonna come right back to you." <laughs> yeah. every time, every time, to his credit, we'll sit down and we'll start looking through the options and different things we could do, like. Pishing and pitches and um keys and scales we wanted to use and all that. We just start figuring it all out. We start making it and boom, we got some, we got something going. Um and and yeah, it was just it was just always it's like at that when we did it that day, it was like old times. Cause I didn't feel like it was a business. I didn't feel like it was pressure. I felt like we was just having fun, we was just chilling and working out something. And that was like the last time I said I had fun like making the music and everything like that. Because when I was doing it with the other group of friends, it started feeling like a jar because, I don't know, it's like they wanted to go further than I wanted to go with it at that time in life. Because at that point in time in life, I had kind of, I kind of set my sights on different things I wanted to do for myself. And music wasn't one of them anymore. Um, and that's crazy to say because like, me and Jock have had some crazy opportunities where we could have... Done something with the music. Um, cause like this is a fun story. And when y'all hear this one, it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be like, no, this ain't, ain't happening, but this is a true story. Jock hit me up, cause this is when i like this is like a sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Um Jock hit me up and he was like, Hey, bro, I met this dude, he a manager, and he know oh, he got some connects, he, you know, this DJ, that and the third. So um I wanna say. Which one you want to tell, y'all? You want to tell the Rick Ross story, or you want to tell the other story about <laughs> dude trying to finesse us? <laughs>
1: uh, it really doesn't matter. You can do the one where the dude tried to finesse us, though. That that's a funny one right there.
0: Okay, all right. All right. So
1: yeah,
0: we was so we was so we was making so this is when me and Jack have linked back up, and we were using our school campus. We used this empty room on our campus, and um. And we would, excuse me, we would um, go down like the weekend, like a Sunday. We'll just play some keys, mess around a little bit, try some ideas, and yada, yada, do all that kind of stuff, just just have fun. So they had this dude that had these two artists that he managed. And he was about to quit his job to become like a full-time manager and all that. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and Jock was like Yeah bro It's this dude name. Um, I ain't gonna say his name It's this dude And he He got these two artists They just wanna They just wanna do some trap beats And when me and Jock Here tra- trap beats <laughs> Trap is easy right. Shit is simple It's it's very easy So I was like Oh they just want that I said yeah, we can do that shit in a day How many they want And Jock was like They want 10 I said I right, baby We could do 10 in a day That ain't nothing So we sat down For about a good 6 hour session And we made 10 beats in that day In that 6 hour session We made like 10 beats some of them we cheated on because we already had like pre shit that we had did. We just changed it around mm-hmm. a little bit and threw it out. So I was like, I bet. Right, well, that's his ten. I said, so how we gonna do this? And Jack was like, Well, I mean, we gonna. I'm gonna hit him up and see. He want. I said, Cause I was. At that point, I was in like professional mode. Like I was in like mm-hmm. business business mode. And I said, all right, so we got his ten beats. So I want you to hit old dude up because that's your connect. This is your your client. Hit him up. Let him know the price. The price was like five hundred for 10 beats. it was like five hundred Because mm-hmm. he was like, I'll give y'all five, I'll get I'll give y'all 500 for 10. And I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I ain't tripping out that. So that's 250 between the both of us. I said, cool, fuck it. Let's let's just do it. Um and I said, All right, Jock. So I said, I, hit him. I said, so hit him up, tell him we got the beats from, him, ask him when he want to do a sit-down so we can do a listening session so he can see if he liked the beats or not, and we can go from there. Cool. Jock hit him up. I said and CC, I said CC me on the email so I can see everything going on. So y'all hit him up, I got CC would on the email and I see what he say. He come back and said, "Oh well, um, you know, I ain't really got the time to um sit down with y'all and listen to the beats. So can y'all just send them to me and I'll tell y'all if I like them and then I'll send y'all the money if I like them. <laughs> and I I read it." I read, I said, this nigga smoking dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's he smoking dope. Like, you smoking the finest dope right now. Like, what the, like, what the fuck? So I said, Jock, so I said, so he was really thinking I'm about to send him 10 beats and he about to just get them and then tell me if he like them and then maybe pay me for it? I said, no. So I, I responded to it. I said, hey, I said, I don't feel that's a proper business move to make as far as conducting business to just send you the product without you purchasing it first or at least knowing if you would like it. So I said, so... Again, when will be a good time for us to sit down with you and play these songs for you so you can see if you like them? If you like them, then you can purchase them. If you don't like them, we will move on to another, you know, to someone else. We'll move we'll move on. He ain't respond. So then he called Jock. A couple of days later, he called Jock and tells Jock about, like, yeah, man, you know, I, I got, I just, I'm just busy now, so can y'all please just, like, send me, like, a sample of this and that? And I'm like, no. Like, you, you. if you want to get these beats, you need to sit down with us. We're going to play them for you. You hear them and say, oh, I like that one. I like this one. I don't like that one. And we know what to do. That's that's what we're going to do. He didn't want to do that. Nope. So I said, fuck him. I, me personally, that's how I was. I, was just, I said, fuck him. I said, no, I'm not doing that shit. I said, fuck him. And Jock being Jock was still being nice. was like, Nah, man, he, he cool people. I know him. Like, we could just send him this now. I was like, Jock, no. We not sending him shit. Like, fuck him. We not sending him a damn thing. I don't care how cool he is, how long you know him, I'm not sending him shit. Like, no. So, short, long story short, we made 10 beats in six hours. Never, never got rid of them. They still exist. I still have them on man, a hard drive somewhere. We still up. got them. <laughs> never sold them. Because the dude was trying to finesse so bad. And it was crazy because he knew, like, he had connections. now because he was going to he was gonna get us up with um one of um Boosie DJs that he knew, all kind of shit going on. And I was like, all right, cool. But he was trying to finesse. I'm like, nah, you trying to jack. I'm good. Like, we straight. go ahead with that. I ain't uh-uh, I'm good, I'm good with that. Um then we had another opportunity where um Jock actually had this opportunity pop up and we never pursued it on the way, we kicking out. So I don't know how the fuck Jock did this, y'all, but somehow. Jock ended up getting like the contact for uh, an R rep for um for Maybach Music, you know, which is Rick Ross's yeah. <laughs> label. label. It was legit, like it was le- it was it was legit. It was legit, and I was like, "How the fuck did you get there?" He was like, "Hey, bro, I just mess. Hey, I just I just meet people, bro. Like, I just meet people." And I was like, "Okay, whatever, whatever." So I was like, "So what we doing? Like, we gonna we gonna do this and that?" So we started preparing a tape to send to the R rep. Mm-hmm. For Maybach music we started preparing the tape and we had like a, we had like a good like 10 beats we had made and we was like yeah bro we're gonna keep we're gonna make like a 16 beat tape we just send them to them. be like hey pick one and we're gonna see how much you pay how he's gonna pay us to get like, we was we was kids so we didn't know nobody was like we're gonna get sent them to him them, we'll see how much he paid and for some reason we chickened out and i don't know why we chickened out we um we had everything ready we had everything mixed master ready to go and when it got time to actually hit him up and send it, we just stopped. We just stopped. We was like, nah, 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 nah. And to this day, I always wonder, like, what would have happened if we would have sent them beats, Jock? Like, <laughs> I always wonder, like, what would have happened if we would have sent them beats? Like,
1: I, I still remember the beats that we had on that tape, too. Them beats was cold. <laughs> yeah,
0: bro. Like, I still to this day think, like, damn, bro, like. The dude heard some shit Jock played for him. He, he liked it. He said, well, send me a tape, send me a collection. And we was working on them. And then we just never talked to that dude again. Never mm-hmm. talked to him again. Forgot his name, but we never talked to him again. And we had all them beats made. And they was, like, the best beats we made in our life at that time. Yeah. And we just checking out. And I said, to them, like, what would have we would have sent it to them? And, like, Ross would have used one of our beats. Like, we'll be sick. All we need is one. <laughs> we ain't even need like all, all we needed was one. We'll be set. Like we'll be straight. I know. Like, we would have been so straight right now. Hmm. And I still think today what would have happened, we would have did that, bro. Like it's still that still is on my mind. It is still on my mind. Um then we had this other dude who used to actually like he used to do shows and everything like that. You can tell him about That's your friend. That's your friend. Yes, I said that's your friend. Your 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 friend that did the shows. They used to try to oh, finesse all the time. Yeah you, yeah, you know what I'm talking about.
1: That, you know. that was around the same time where the other dude was trying to like. That was that was around the time when we um, tried to they were trying to finesse us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tell
0: that, that story about your friend.
1: Yeah, so we was it was pretty much in that same room up there on uh on campus and whatnot, and um you know, the difference between this guy and the other guy, he was actually there in the session with us or whatnot, and um it was me you. I think Greg was there. He was laying down a couple of um, guitar melodies, and then um, it was a guy that he had bought uh, up there because he know how to play keys. He was going to school for music or whatever, right? And um, I remember, I think we did like what, like five beats. It was just like five songs. I think we did two that day. We came back and did like another three or two, something like that. And then we just worked on one at home or whatever. And uh we was getting ready to like, hey, okay, so which one you like? Like which one you wanna do or whatnot? And then he was like, Yeah, I like I like all of them and whatnot. Is it possible that you can like send them to me? And you know, I, I looked at I looked at, you know. Uh, looked at you. I was like, uh, "You can say my name, bro. My name is on the podcast. You can say my name. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, well, hey, bro, I'm, I'm I'm stuck in that mode. Like, hey, do not mention anybody's names. No, nah, uh, you can say my name. I don't care. <laughs> my name is Lily on the
0: podcast, so right. people know my name. You
1: can see, you can right. say it. It's fine. Right. So I, I looked at I looked at Tramp, and I was like, "Uh-oh, There's another one of those situations?" Because it was right after we had finished trying to work out the other ten beats with the other guy and I was like I don't feel comfortable with this and I was like well you know I just turned to you and I was like yeah how about this let's uh let's think on that let's make sure we get everything straight and then you know you know and we'll go from there right i'll let you know what's what and then once he left we separated me and, me and Trent had talked afterwards and we was like yeah i'm we don't feel comfortable with it right so we never got in contact back in contact with dude he went somewhat like um he pretty much just like went silent on us right but um I think I bumped into him like two or three months after that and he was like yeah I'm doing this that and the third yeah 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 and whatnot but he never asked about the beats right and you know, I guess he was like yeah I don't have the funding to do it I guess that was his way of saying that or whatnot but spent I mean, I still had those those five beats just like chilling on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, he was trying to pull off that same thing as the other guy. And it was like, it was too fresh to be like, oh, yeah, sure, we, we'll, we'll give it to you or whatnot. It was just five beats and whatnot. Just let us know which one, you know. But after dealing with the other situation, it was like, nah, we good. Mm mm. <laughs>
0: Exactly, bro. It was just like... Like, there's people really trying to get
1: over, like... Right, I think... I think that was, like, the last straw for me. I was like, you know what? I'm done. Y'all... See, y'all starting to act like, you know what? And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm good. Y'all, I'm, I'm done with music. This is a hard stop. I only got a year, year and a half left at school. Let me just focus on that. Let me get out so I can go ahead, you know, and, you know, make some real money or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But... It, it, it became frustrating at that point because it was like, okay, so we put in all this hard work and whatnot for, you know, to try to get something out of it and we never got anything out of it. So it was like, yeah, um, I'm done. <laughs> the I was turn gonna, on
0: investment was very, slow, very low. Continue, don't continue. Oh, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> I, I was about to ask you, like, was that the, the same way you had felt? Because I was done. <laughs>
0: To be honest, after after that situation occurred, cause that's when we was collecting artists like the Infinity Stones. Like we had hit up the old, we went well not the old part. We had the partners that we started off with. Yeah. We had them three. One of them was kind of with somebody else, so he wasn't really officially. Like he was just like a, a a feature. So we didn't have him. We had that young lady that could sing. She was a, she was an amazing singer. The young lady we had her. Um, so when we had we had Greg, which was the guitarist. Yeah. Um, and we was the producers. Um, I was the CEO of the whole situation. Um, Jock was basically like um second to command. We had a whole structure going on. Me and Jock had made up a whole little business plan. We had um a logo, we had the, the name. Um we had all we even had like made our own side production, like duo name like we had our own like production company on the side too like we had really made all these things up we was getting all the contracts in order like we was really serious like we was getting in touch with lawyers we was making we was trying to get contacts tra- tracks together we was really being serious like we was like we yeah. was like yeah let's take like this serious let's do it for real let's do this for real and i want to say after that situation occurred after that it killed it for me too as of that i was just like I'm i'm done like i'm good i'm good like, I don't want, because we made, we had this one beat where we was calling, long. Um, we called it Victory Lap. That was the last oh, beat. wow. Yeah. That means Jock sat down and we really, like, worked on together. Because Jock had the guitar and I had the keys. Um, And we had started working, working on that beat, it was called Victory Lap. And that was the last thing we worked on. We had yeah. worked on, we, we worked on a beat after that, but we was just bullshitting with it. Like, it was just bullshit. It was nothing serious. But that was, like, the last time we really sat down and really try to work on that. And I was one of... I want to say that was, like, 20... 2018? 2018? Yeah, right Because the- you had the- just graduated. So, yeah, it was, like, 2018. Yeah. Yeah, because you yeah. had just graduated. That was, like, 2018 when that happened. Yeah. And, yeah, bro, we just... After that, it just it killed it. and <clears throat> And I just couldn't... I couldn't do it no more. Like, at that point, my... My passion for it died. Like I, I, I wasn't inspired no more. Cause I always say, I always say, I do things that, things that I pursue in life. This is how I, this is my model for life. This is how this is how, this is how I look at things in life. Things that I pursue in life. I don't pursue anything in life I'm not passionate about, whether that's that's a job, um, a hobby, um, or anything like that. And yes, passion is temporary. You could say they passion is temporary. It is, but. It's like if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not invested, I don't have the drive or motivation for it. I'm not gonna do it. Or If I don't see anything productive coming from, I'm not gonna do it. And it got to the point where with music, I don't know how you felt, Jock, but it got to the point with me. It was just like we keep wasting time starting things up. Like we'll start, mm-hmm. everybody be invested. We'll yep. start, and everybody be invested. And I'm just saying it for faith. I'm just saying this like truthfully, like honestly, how I used to be. This is why I stopped wanting to do it so much because we'll start it up be like hey y'all let's, let's get back together and make some music and everybody be on board everybody be cool and then they still make one song or they'll get one, they write one song they wouldn't make it they'll write one song mm-hmm. then we'll be like all right so when we're gonna record it, this and that and then it never happens it always everybody disappears nothing happens um everybody just bs it and it got to the point where i just got tired of it. i was like i'm what's the point like i'm wasting time. Like, What's the point of me investing time and working on music and this and that when, when it comes down to the time to get it done, like the, the um when it comes to the magic out the golden hour, nobody nobody around. Nobody want to do it. Everybody always got something something else, or nobody wants to do it. And it's just like it was like, what was the point? So I stopped it killed my passion for it, because like I haven't played I haven't played the piano or the keyboard or anything. I haven't played that in years, bro. Like it's been like two. What years is it, 2022? Yeah, it's been like four years since I played. I touched that. Like I touched since I touched
1: that, bro. What's crazy, man? Like, it even got to the point where I even stopped listening to music. Right? Same, same. So it was like, man, what was the last album I heard? Like all the way through, was that? Crap, I can't even remember the last album. I think it was like a, it was some random album like DJ Khaled or Jay Z or something where I like listened to it all the way through. And after that, it was like, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, now, you know, after this past couple, you know, especially with the pandemic and whatnot, there's not much you can do or whatnot. So you kind of have to like turn towards something. So I wound up going back to music. And I wound up like listening to all these artists. I was like, wait, when this person come out, what is he talking about? And then it's like, wait, is everything the same now? Like this one artist sound like this artist. Like who exactly am I listening to? Right. It was that bad where I couldn't even tell you who was out right now. Same, same. It was like, okay, so who's these new five female rappers that just popped up? I thought it was just Nicki Minaj. Like, wait, who's all these (laughs) people? You know what I'm saying? So it it wound up becoming one of those situations. It was like, yeah, I just completely tuned all that out. Same, same. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. I
0: agree. I I lost all, like, love and passion for music, all enjoyment of it. Like, literally... This year, like I say, I said from the first episode I made for this year, I don't know what it is, but this year is like a rejuvenation, a renaissance for Trent, for Gold. It's just like oh. a, a renaissance for me. Like I've been finding enjoyment of things I once enjoyed to do. Like I, I used to like, fa- I love fashion. I'm starting to get back into like looking into like different stuff. Where as far as like fashion goes, um, I love um sneaker game. I'm getting back into like shoes and everything like oh, that. Man,
1: your sneakers be on point. <laughs> hey, bro, I
0: do what I, I do what I can. I do what Let's I
2: can. You have I shoes do what I can, before bro. they even
1: come out. <laughs> I, I, I
0: I used to I used to do things I used to do things when I could do things, bro. <laughs> um, like even art, like I'm starting to enjoy art again. Um, mm-hmm. And then music is also coming back too because like 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 I was like you, Jock. Like I stopped listening to music for a long time. I was listening to like the old stuff that I knew.
2: Yeah. I
0: stopped listening to like anything else. Yeah. And. I've been listening to a lot of stuff, like I'm like, wow, like when did this person come out? Yeah, when did this happen? Like, who was this? Like, when did this song come? This song kind of fire. Right. They, they ain't talking about shit, but the beat night. It's Like, when <laughs> when did this come out? Like I like I didn't I didn't know, and I was just like, wow, like this this is like it's it's, it's 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 it sounds repetitive in a lot of instances, but there's still some good artists out there. I'm like, okay, so I ain't heard this person yet? Yeah. Um, and then like this year, it's been helping, too because it's been a lot of artists that I would. The tail end of last year and this year, it's been a lot of artists I like dropping albums like um Drake dropped that album, Certified Lover Boy. Didn't care for it. Not gonna lie. It um, <laughs> it's 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 just songs, bro. Like he just he put songs. I feel it, like he just
1: it, I I know this is kind of off topic, but it's still on topic. Can we talk about the fact that and 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 your listeners probably gonna get upset when I say this? Can we talk about the fact that The last couple of albums that Drake dropped, it sounded like someone else that had already did it before he did. He just made it more, I don't know, more mainstream. (laughs) Of course. I agree. I say that all the time, bro. I don't care. (laughs) There's nothing original about this guy since nothing was the same. (laughs) I I agree. Nothing was the
0: same. (laughs) Nothing was the same was the last Drake album. I was like, okay. It's still this and that. After nothing was the same, it's been slowly... Decline, especially once he lost his ghost rider once the ghost rider's rumors started popping up <laughs> that's when things really started falling down <laughs> like he have a hit because he may he can make a hit it's nothing yeah. he can make a hit he drake
2: yeah it's
0: just like you listen to like his older stuff and he looks to it now it's, it's like, like come on now <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's 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 you can tell that you can see the difference bro it's so different um yeah like, but i can't drop
1: yeah can, i'm ahead. sorry go ahead Oh, no, I, was gonna oh, no, say, yeah. I was just trying to continue on with the conversation.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, Kanye dropped Donda. Um, mm-hmm. Donno, I like Donda. I I didn't hate Certified. Okay, so listen, I didn't hate Certified Lover Boy. It just was me to me. I I love I like Donda more, just because I don't know. It's just I I guess the the gospel music <laughs> influence kind of <laughs> like helped me out a little bit with it. Dude, um,
1: I, I love his uh, Sunday Service Choir. I mean, he can curate some great music and get the right people together oh, for
0: sure for sure
1: you know i love that sunday service uh record they had you know even though he wasn't even on any of the songs or whatnot but it's just the fact that you know he he was able to bring all those voices together and remix class, classic songs and turn them into gospel hits Right. I was like, we we had needed that. You know what I'm saying? We hadn't had nothing like that since what, what, Kurt Franklin has a Kyle Walker days. You know what I'm saying? So I was yeah, like, Yeah, okay, around that is, time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is he, um, my
1: generation, you know? Because he did that Soul's
0: Anchor, which is like a remix of mm-hmm. um, So Anxious. He did yeah. that. That was that was <laughs> cool. I like that wow. song. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like the gospel music. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I guess because I, I grew up in the church, so like gospel music got a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I guess when I hear that, it like, you know, it brings you to a better time, I guess you could say. So I guess that's why I like Donna more. You know, Donna wasn't like super amazing either. It really wasn't. Yeah. But I didn't think it was trash. I didn't think either album was trash. It's just they it was it wasn't either artist's best outing at by far.
2: Yeah.
0: Um and I want what else came out?
1: Um Kendrick
0: Lamar dropped, that cold off season dropped.
1: Cole. Kendrick uh, dropped. No, go ahead.
0: Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. I was about to say cold. You, you can see his music change. Like, his early records, you know, he was more on that storytelling side, you know what I'm saying, try to keep it on that Nas flow, right? And then now it's like, okay, it's a different approach. I understand he needed to stay with the, with the times, but it got to a point where I had to, like, listen to J. Cole new music, like, a couple of times in order to understand what exactly he's talking about. Whereas back mm-hmm. in the day it's like, oh, okay. I see. I see you 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 talking about your point of view, but also at the same time you trying to give me somebody else's point of view. I, I see what you're going with. But now it's right. like, dude, wait, what are you talking about? Hold on, let's go back, rewind the tape. You know what I'm saying? So I've been having issues with, with uh uh cold new music lately. <laughs> I can't listen to yeah. it in one sitting.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like now he's not really with the um He ain't really with, like you said, the storytelling as much as he, he still does, but it's not as like just there anymore. Like now it's more like it's, it's the skies in a lot of ways. Um, Like on his new album, since we're talking about it, let's just, let's talk about some tracks on the new album from J. Cole, his latest album. So like he had, um, he had the song 95 South. That was the first song on that. I think it was 95 South. That's the name of it. Um, he had that song. Mm-hmm. That song, he was just talking about like the whole song to me. He was just talking about how like um how like the rap game just fucked up right now. As far mm-hmm. as like numbers go, quality of music, length of projects, you know, everything is is short now. Everything's streaming, you know, he was just talking about like how he viewed the game now. Then he had that song. He went to uh, um, Amari. Then Amari, yeah. Amari was basically just him just talking shit. That's all it was. It wasn't yep. even like no story. He was just talking shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was like, I was I was a kid in the trenches and now I'm that nigga. That's basically where it went from. Like it's yeah. just it just went there. Yeah. Um, then he had my life. Uh with my life, he was talking more about uh my life was more that's one with twenty one savage, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my yeah. life was with twenty one savage. That was like um with Moray, I think. Yeah, it was basically like he was just he was just reflecting on like his life, and mm-hmm. like his, like how his life went. Like it went this way, but if he would have did things slightly different, it could have went down a different path. Yeah, he could have been like his partners that didn't make it. Like you know, we all we all had that. Like we, we yeah. me and you personally have that going in life. Like we have a lot of friends we had an elementary school mm-hmm. that died in high school. Like crazy. Like you know, it, it happened. Like it's 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 wild. Like it's tough um then he had applying pressure i don't really know what that's i ain't gonna lie i don't i skipped that song
1: <laughs> that's a few songs i had skipped i ain't i that one i skipped <laughs> applying pressure
0: i skipped punching the clock too that's the one with damian Lillard. On there.
1: Uh, it seemed like um, he was he was showing more of his like cockier side of him right right in this particular record it's like Cause I noticed that he got what? Don't he have like a a, a record called uh, Pride Is the Devil? Yes, yeah, that. that's Lil Baby. yeah, that's yeah. with Little Baby. Yeah, it seemed like he was trying to like give us that side of him, but also try to get us to understand. Don't do you know what he's doing right now? It's so weird. It's it's, it's like he said in that um, I can't remember the name of the, the song or whatnot, where he's like he's big brother and little brother at the same time. Middle child. Yeah. Yeah. So he he he's trying to put people up on game, but also at the same time, he's trying to like still fit in with the younger crowd all at once. So it's it's a little it's a little weird. And I think that's the reason why I having a hard time trying to listen to it, because it's like, you know, it's like I'm so used to you doing one side for so long. And then you got this little switch that's in the middle of it. And it's like, okay, what are you talking about? Who are exactly are you talking to? Are you talking to the young people? Or are you talking to the people that have been coming, you know, been riding with you ever since, you know, Friday Night Lights and the come up and the warm up type thing? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a, little, a little different. I think that's the reason why I was having difficulty listening to it, so.
0: Yeah, cause he had that, and he had a hundred mil, a hundred mil. But like you know, I'm at the top of the rap game. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm considered one of the best, but I'm still perfecting what I'm doing. You know, yeah, the grind never stops. That was that song. Then "Pride the Devil" was basically, you know, I guess you could say it was about pride in a way, but he was just talking about um <laughs> how you know. And that song he was talking about, like, basically his success in life.
2: Mm-hmm. Basically.
0: He was talking about that. And then little Baby was about how he used to sell drugs and all that kind of stuff. And what he doing now, you know. Um, then he had Let Go by My Hand. That was another song about his life. And his children growing up, like, just, just stuff. It's just his life, a life song. Yeah. And he had The Interlude. Interlude was I can't the sound. Uh, I forgot his sound too. He was just rapping on the interlude though. I think I don't remember what the interlude was about, bro. What else he had on the um, the climb back? The climb back. That was that song he dropped on that little two tape that he put down the album. Yeah, I was about to say it was like a little single,
2: huh?
0: Yeah yeah um the climb back he was talking about just fucked up ass shit that happened in life trauma then close close was like old code that was a story that was a story yeah. song close
2: yeah yeah this
0: yeah. is a story song that was that was i love close because that was like the that's the storytelling code i love that one. right um and Then he had hung on hillside um I'm not going to like I'm still the same person. I'm not going to change no matter how much success I get in life. I'm still going to be the same person. Like I'm never going to forget where I came from. That was that kind of song. So you know, like, it was cool. Yeah.
2: Um
0: So yeah, like you know, that was that was like the cold, So Like I liked it. It was cool. Um What else? What else? What else? What else? Then Kendrick album. How you felt about Kendrick
1: album? Ooh. Kendra answers so many questions that I've been. Wait, having.
0: wait, 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 wait! So before we do that, <laughs> let's actually get before we before we finish with the music talk because this is gonna be the last one we talk about the Kendra gap. But it's gonna probably take the rest of the episode because we already, you know, we we had good length now. Yeah, and I know people should pinch in So we gonna we gonna probably go long today with it. Um. So before we get to that, let's have a let's have a quick side side sidebar. We were talking about this before we went live. Um. Mm-hmm. Completely forgot about it, we've been talking. Um. So as you know. So for y'all, I don't think we said it's the beginning, but Jock, he didn't mention to it. He never talks about himself, but he didn't mention it. But Jock is also an electrical engineer. He's an electrical engineer. Um, and that's what y'all we we know I've said before. That's my major, you know. Um, I should have finished um, five years ago. But it's all good. Life happens. Things happen. Life life, be life, life. Um, And I'm about to finish soon. And the closer I get to the end, the more I realize, like, you know, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, the money is great. All that cool. But it's like is this what I want to do with my life. Um and Jock has a let's go degree, but um uh, you don't mind me speaking on it at this time, Jock? Oh, you did Oh, it. Um, you did oh it. yeah. He has it, but you know, he he doesn't practice it. He doesn't have a job in electrical engineering. So um, do you feel in any way like you wasted time in any way? Like you feel like you wasted time or like you regret going for that degree, or like what's your, what's your thoughts on like Investing time in the degree, but not really, you know, applying the degree. Or do you feel like you still apply as it's not in to
1: conventional ways? Um I had mixed feelings about it. Like as soon as I graduated and whatnot, and you know, I wasn't getting any job opportunities um right afterwards. Um early on, I you know, I had felt like oh, it was just a big, giant waste of time. Like, why, you know, why I spent four years pursuing this degree and then received, you know, didn't get anything out of it or whatnot. But, you know, as time goes on whatnot, you know, you go through these different, you know, um, jobs or whatnot. Um, Like, right now at my current job, um, I pretty much problem-solve, every single day and that's you know and it came to me recently that you know problem solving is just a big part of engineering and some things that I learned while pursuing that electrical engineering degree I'm still applying it today so I wouldn't say it's a big you know waste of time or whatnot I'm still using my degree in a way And whatnot it's just that it's just not in what the particular you know um concentration i went it's just not in electrical i'm still doing engineering it's just not you know dealing with wires and whatnot so
0: yeah i I think the same way bro like like i don't want to have invested all this time and then don't you know Practice it in any way, shape, or form, but it's just like you know. Once you, like I said all the time, like once you, and it's crazy because, like, I generally love engineering. I do. I like the, I like the problem solving. I like the thinking. I like all that. I like the, the theories. Like all these different things that I'm just, I, you just got to know. You can't see it. That's the thing with electrical engineer. You can't mm-hmm. see anything. Like electrical engineer, the way so the way you tell the engineers apart that all our professors that all professors say all the time, if you can't see it. It's electrical. You mm-hmm. can see it. If it moves, it's mechanical. If you can see it, it's civil. And if you can smell it, it's chemical. That's like the, the, yep. the big foe. That's how you, that's pretty much how you tell it. And like, well, let's go. We can't really see a lot of things we're doing. Like, we just know it's happening. Right. <laughs> we just, well, we can't see it. And it's just like that. The, the thinking it takes to figure all that stuff out is just like, it's fun to me. And especially with me, like, coding is like a very strong suit to me. Like, I'm, I'm very good at coding. I am. Um, and that's more so like computer engineering, computer science, but coding is like the strongest suit I've had. Cause even like me and Jack had a class to get off uh, freshman year, a uh, freshman year where we had to learn, um, nobody uses this shit anymore. C plus <laughs> plus, nobody used use that shit anymore. Um, and we had to code a program and like, they were sitting at the computer trying to figure it out for like, cause I was late for class. I ain't gonna lie, I was late for class. Like I was, I was late that day. I came in like 20 minutes late.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I walked in, I looked, they said, man, we can't figure this shit out, we got like a day to figure this out, this and that. I looked at seconds. it, <laughs> I looked at it, typed some things, took some lines out, boom, boom, pressed it, it did it. They was like, how the fuck did you do it? I was like, <laughs> hey, I was like, I can't explain it to you, I just did it. And that's when I got the nickname the Prodigy, because everybody was like, you just, you just different, bro, like, it's not normal, like, you, nobody, like, no, like, you just different. And... It's like I I enjoy doing those kind of things, but it's just like the careers you take, you know, you make a lot of money, but to me, a lot of this stuff is boring. And I don't know how geography, but a lot of stuff is boring to we learning. I'm not going to lie. Like power systems, huh?
1: No, I was about to say, like my most enjoyable class was from a guy who loves to talk and tell stories. And that was was digital logic. Like Dr. Cross... Mm -hmm and whatnot, it's like, he would tell these stories. And when we get the tests, you know, people would be struggling. I was like, dude, how y'all, how y'all struggle with Dr. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but the, the fact that I can just take, be able to take what's in my brain and do it electronically was like the, the best class that I could ever be in. All the other stuff you can hang that up. I don't need that. Just give me something <laughs> based around that. I was good to go, man. Like it was. That was doing around the time where home automation was like a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you know, smart homes, like getting that like
0: really gaining traction at that point.
1: Yep. Exactly. So to be able to understand just the basic knowledge behind it, uh, <laughs> behind you know, what was going on was just fascinating to me. But all that other stuff, it was like, why I have to know different constants, like Planck's constant in order to solve for this when all we have to do is just revert to this chart in order to, you know, get the number that we're looking for at the end of the day. It's like, why do we have to do so much math Cause let me tell y'all a secret. The <laughs> shit in electrical engineering,
0: once you figure it out, it don't change. That's it. Bank it is what needle. it is. It doesn't change. <laughs> but yet, they force us to literally like learn all these different ways to calculate and this and that. When nobody uses that shit yep. at all. Mm-hmm. They have charts. Oh, you use it, but you don't have to memorize all that shit like they try to make Nothing. it seem. Like, no. no. Everybody got cheat sheets. They got all the different stuff they just refer to to get what they need. Yep. Nobody just remembers all that off the top of their head. The reason the teachers remember it because they've been doing this shit for 20 years. Yep. And of course, that. if you do something for 20 years, <laughs> 20 plus years, of course, it's in your brain. You're gonna remember it. It's right. gonna be common knowledge.
2: Yeah,
0: Like you don't tell yourself how to breathe. You breathe your entire life. You don't have to think about breathing, you just do yep. it. That's <laughs> what it becomes, it becomes instant. They just do it, it's passive. Yeah. But they don't be getting that. Um, but yeah, I, and the same me, my, my most enjoyable classes I've had were was digital logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, microprocessors and signals, and signals and systems or where well, actually it was digital signal processing I, the class I enjoyed the most oh, yeah. cause digital signal processing I didn't realize at the time cause I didn't really know cause I was you know I didn't realize it I was like so this is what this is called and the whole time I've done this my entire life mm-hmm. like as far as like converting audio and mp3 yep. and mp4 and
2: all, class, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and all that yeah and waves and all i was like oh i've done this my entire life this is yep. easy
1: yep and i think that's the reason why i was able to pass quite a few of those classes like communications and uh digital singles uh processes because it's like oh i'm doing this like right now somewhat you know you know at the at the church with the analog board and trying to you know Mix it down to a digital single. So, you know, people can, at home can listen to it. I was like, oh, okay, I got it. And then, you know, just from us having that background, (laughs) it's crazy how we did that that whole 360 thing or whatnot. But Mm -hmm. it's crazy how we have background music and whatnot, take courses in it, and then turn to find out that we was engineers our entire life. To the point where, like, once we had found, you know, out there oh we've been doing this our entire time it was like okay so you know i don't know if you had this same if you you asked yourself the same question it was like so did i really had to go to school for four years
2: <laughs> to do I
1: something that? That now you <laughs> know <what I'm> saying <laughs> to do what i've been doing you know this entire life i was like i've been doing electrical engineering my whole time like, It it was that would really pissed me off that, like, oh, I really wasted four years.
0: <laughs> bro, nah, for real. Because, like, recently, like, as far as recently, like, I want to say, like, two semesters ago, I was in a class, and I was just doing shit, and it was like, how do you just know this? We, he didn't even explain this like that. How do you just know that? And I be like, I've done this my entire life. Yeah. it's like, man, you really like this shit, bro. Like, you actually know this, this and that. I said, yeah. I said, I've done it my entire life. Like, yeah. Especially when we got to, like, the microprocessor class and, like, all that and, like, digital logic. Mm-hmm. I was knowing what he was talking about, like, easily. I was like, oh, yeah, you're talking about and and or gauge. You're talking about yeah. um, true and false. You're talking about RAM and memory. I, I know these. Like, yeah. I, I I know this already. And and even with digital signal processing, I was like, okay, so to get to a 48 sample, right, you need to do this now. I said, oh, I know that. That's basically mixing. Yep. I was like, yep. I, yeah, like, I, I was I just knew it. It was like, how the fuck did you just know this? I said, bro, I, I did this my entire life. And I didn't realize how much electrical engineering I did my entire life yeah. until I got to those courses. And it was yeah. just like, it put into perspective. It's like, you just need the papers to be, to be validated. But That's you already got the knowledge in you. You, you got the knowledge with
1: you already. You pretty much just paying thousands of dollars just to get a sheet of paper at the end of the day. To get certified, you certified yeah. with it. That's oh, it. And, and not only that, but also networking. You just you just in college just for networking. That's it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> trust
0: me. People that do that do the bare minimum. I, when I say bare minimum, I say they they literally do nothing. Right. Get these great jobs, where they making a hundred k, eighty k, ninety k hundred twenty. All this, and they were the worst students ever. They just right. know
1: people. This is about who you know. Don't don't. Don't remind me. That'd be driving <laughs> me up the wall, bro. I was like, come on, y'all, Really? you going to choose this guy who just got a gift a gab over the person who actually know what you talking about? I was like, all right,
2: whatever. Like, you, hard,
0: you work, hard work, <laughs> hard work be that hard work be talent, talent don't work hard. That's uh, bullshit. Uh, Neither one no matter. It's just all about talking. Can you talk right. yourself up? <laughs> How can you sell yourself? That's all that matters. None of that shit matters, bro. Like yeah. you could be a 4 student and not get a job after you graduate.
1: Yeah. I've
0: seen it happen. Me I've seen too. it happen.
1: Yeah, I know I've somebody right now that's 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 having issues with it right now. Yeah, I'm
0: about to say I know people that literally were dean's list, top of the line students mm-hmm. in college and they they don't have they don't they haven't done it. They they don't have a job. They just working, they don't have a job and they feel because it's I hate to say it, but it's like you got to kiss ass to really get Pretty on much. or get ahead. Like it's 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 wild, bro. And it's just something that you won't allow me to do. That it won't. I, it just doesn't. I, I don't do it. Like I can't run up behind somebody, beg them for this and that. And that they want. Even professors want that. They want you to yeah. just beg them to help you and this and that. And because I literally see professors that were past students just for going to take office hours. I said, you gotta go to, the, oh, gotta go yeah. to the office hours. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta really know how to what you're doing. Just talk to them, tell them what's going on. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be the first graduate of my. I know this one dude. Promises, I used to do this every time. <laughs> he ain't no shit. This man did not know a thing ever. He just cheated his whole way through. Mm-hmm. I used to get pissed off so much because I'm like, cause like I don't care if you cheat. I ain't that kind of person. You gotta, if you gotta cheat, cheat and repeat. That's the motto. You know, it's, it's all good. I ain't tripping about it. Yeah. But you cheating, and then you coming back and, like, trying to talk down on everybody else that's not passing because they're not cheating like you. Right. You talking down like you know everything. I'm like, no. no like, no, no. That's not how that go. You are literally cheating. I know you are. So don't talk down on other people or try to diminish other people. Like, yeah, man, you just got to stay this and that You don't know what you're doing yourself. You don't know what you're doing. You're just cheating. Right. Literally got to rent it out. Like, it's that, that, used to piss, now, that used to piss me off. That pissed me off with a, to... It's extremely pisses me out. People do that. I'm like, dog, just shut up. Just stop talking. Right.
1: And then what I'm about it, to tell you about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what make it worse is like say if somebody is like two or three grade, like two two degree uh, grades ahead of you, right? Like they like about to get ready to graduate, right? And you still in there like a sophomore, or a junior or whatever. And you literally help them get out of there. Like homework, all that stuff, then you know, they cheat on the uh, on the final, or whatever. And the next thing you know, by the time you become a senior, they will come back as the recruiter for the company
2: mm-hmm. and try
1: to like give you info on something that they don't really know what you know they talk about. So it's like you you in class and you have to listen to someone that you help get out.
2: <laughs> you know what right. I'm
1: saying, and then expect me to like take everything that you're saying as like you know, oh, valuable piece of information when and all that. Right, It's right, right. really not. So that would drive me up the wall as well. It's like, mm, nah, I'm good. Now, <laughs> you literally coming here, you telling me
0: what I told you. Right. Like, I, I, talk, I I helped you out, and you coming to tell me what I need to do. It's like, wow, it's a slap in the face. A slap yeah. in the face, but. But we say all that to say that, you know, like, don't feel like if you, and this for anybody that's, that's got a degree that they feel like they wasted time, they didn't need this and that. Don't ever feel like you wasted your time, because any, any, any knowledge you gain in life is beneficial to you. That's how I look at it, no matter yes. what it is, in, in, any, in any capacity, facet, shape, form, anything. Any knowledge you gain, whether it is as far as like changing a tire or you know how to install a ceiling fan or you can switch out a starter or alternator on a car. Anything like that. Any skill mm-hmm. you have, any knowledge you have, or even if it's like you went to school for business degree, or you went to school for like in um, terms of that, nature, you're like you like, I'm gonna get a business. I'm gonna start a business and this and that. Even if you do something like that, it's not for nothing because you understand. Like, for, take it for granted. And in today's time, you can go on YouTube and learn a lot about. How to like businesses and all that kind of stuff. How to do that, but you know if you have went to school for it, don't let nobody knock you for that. Cause I see people knocking like you going to school for business, just start your own business. Oh, yeah. You need to go to school for that. Yeah, some people say that all the time, but no, like some people like if you want to get that degree, get that degree, all
2: right?
0: Get it. It don't matter how you could have learned the information. If your goal is to get you a degree in this and that, if it's for personal reasons or just for your own self gain, or if it's for you just you know you're doing it for yourself and others. Do it. Don't let anybody stop you from doing all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to ask that real quick, Jack, because I know you know, we we talked about that before, how like, you know, we got into electrical engineering and realized I'm more of a computer engineer than electrical engineer, but I'ma still take it because it is what it is. Okay. And then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know, you know how that go. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to slide it into the episode so we can transition back to the final topic we're gonna talk about today, which is um Kendrick Lamar's album. Wow. That guy. Kendrick Gamard's album. Um, so you can you can start off your thoughts on it, Jack Well. You can start off. So go ahead. Uh
1: so during the entire time, you know, they've been out what for four years? It was four or five years. I think the last album
0: He was out for four. His album was four years ago.
1: Yeah. No,
0: no, no, it was five. It was five. It was twenty seventeen when we dropped down.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm thinking um, that Black Panther soundtrack. Yeah. Nah,
0: his last album by himself, himself. was yeah. 2017.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. So he pretty much so, as crazy as this may sound, you know, you and, and you know this. You know, I was in, in, in like, at my low point uh, of my life or whatnot. So all the questions that I was having about certain things that was going on, it seems like he was having those same exact questions also. And he took the time to like answer those questions, all his um, mental health um, problems that he was having, his addiction, uh, some of the stuff that he'd been seeing and whatnot, he took the time to like lay it all out on this, Was it, two part, album, right?
0: Yeah, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. The first part is on the Big Steppers, and the second part is Mr. Morale.
1: Right. So he like it's crazy because you you thought that a lot of people was thinking that, okay, so where where is Kendra? You know, we got this um this this these police uh shooting uh um you know uh random black people we have these school shootings we got all these problems or whatnot um, that we see every day on the news. And what people fail to realize is that, you know, Kendrick already addressed those issues. He, he started addressing those issues with To Pimp a Butterfly all the way up to, you know, um, even with, with his last album with, you know, the soundtrack for Black Panther, like, he, he addressed all those issues. It's like, why would he want to talk about that again? So he he looks at the things that people are afraid to talk about, right? So mental health, um his addiction, his issues that he had with his dad, um, how he feel when people is like relying on him to like come to their rescue, trying to remind people that you know he's I love not that song the one. so much. Yeah. I love that song.
0: That's my favorite on the album. I know it's, that's not a fan favorite, but I, I love that song.
1: Bro, right. it's I a lot it. of songs on here where people is like, okay, what is this? This is not what I expecting. But it's like it had to be there. Even though it's so far out of place and it's not what we used to, just like J. Cole is like, it's a totally different approach that we was not expecting, but it was needed, right? Right. So, I mean he he, come out right off the gate with, you know, um, I'm going to skip number one. I'm going to go straight to number two with the N95. Mm-hmm. Even though it was one of those records it's like, oh, it's, it's just here to, like, oh, get some type of recognition, radio play or whatever. But if you really listen to it, it's like, hey, look, take off all this, like, persona, fake facade, all that stuff, The mask, everything, you know, that, you know, make that the people make you. I, I don't know how to word it. The people. Create it right. And really take a look at yourself and let people know who you really are and just be appreciative of who you are and don't let anyone else try to change you. Right. So that set the tone, you know, for that first half of that album. Right. So that's how he was able to, like, open up and be vulnerable with, you know, uh, what's the next uh, song after that? Worldwide Steppers, when he was talking about his addiction. Um, uh, Father Time, where he was, like, you know, explaining all his issues that he had with his dad. Uh, We Cried Together, uh, when he was, like, you know, explaining, you know.
0: Fuck you, bitch, now fuck you, bitch. Right. Fuck you, You you, nigga, fuck
1: you. Right, it's like it was, you could tell that he was trying to let us know that hey, he's not perfect. He also have issues, right? So it was it was amazing, bro. It's like, dude, I really, I really needed this album to help me get through because I was like, I was reaching a point where it was like I started to ask a lot of questions, and it's like, okay, I don't know where to get the answers from, and the next thing you know uh okay Lama or oklama however you want to look at it decide he want to drop something <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and try to answer you know those questions that you know not only me but probably everybody else who was thinking like me and him and 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 you and whatnot questions like hey i see this i i i, I I noticed this i i see these people having issues over here okay so why nobody's talking about it then you know kendrick decided to answer those for us so how, how you feel about it um <laughs> uh, so
0: with me with the kendrick album i i like it i love the album great album it's mm-hmm. um it's up the probably album of the year to be honest so far
1: um oh, yeah until and, Drake decided he want to come along and just be like, hey, I ain't going to let him have the summer by himself. Let me just go Man, nobody liked that like that so album.
0: I, I, I like that Drake album. I like that more than CLB. But I, <laughs> but it's not an album of year by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, like, he – um, I like the album because it, it talked about a lot of – in the same way with you, like, it's a lot of things that – he said a lot of things that I've been saying over the past two years of my mm-hmm. life. He said a lot of things I've been saying he has um, – Especially Savior, because Savior is one episode is one not episode. I'm thinking about the pockets episode. I made a I said that. Mm-hmm. It's one song where I really like because it's like when he started off with um Kendrick makes you think about it, but he's not yeah, your savior. Yeah. Cole uh, made you feel empowered, but he's not your savior, all that. Uh, and I say all the time that, you know, us as us as um a culture now, we we look upon these celebrities what are their musicians, athletes, um, social media stars, influencers, all this. We look at them to be like the voice of us mm-hmm. when they're not, at the, when you, when like, and it goes back to when he said like in 95, he said, take all that designer bullshit off of what do you Like all that, like if you take away their fame and, and then their, their status as a celebrity, their title, they're the same as us. At the end of the day, we're all humans in the world. We're all in the society and it's like, we can't expect the people that's literally a step above us or a couple steps above us to be like the ones to change things when they're not the ones in power. The ones, the people in power are your senators, your your representatives, your your presidents, your, like all these things, like the house, all these people who's in power, they just want to make changes. Right. You can't expect these celebrities to just be living their life. They, they, they just living their life. They're just living their life and you can't expect them to live their life and also fight for ours when they're not the ones affected by a lot of things we go through once they get out of that stage they they a lot of people once they get out of that stage of life where they're not affected by certain things they don't care anymore they they grow numb to it and that's just how it is that's just nature, right um if you're in a situation you're gonna feel for them once you get out of that you ain't gonna care that a lot of people ain't gonna care that much no more you're not gonna go back and help anything um i like how you talked about that um i enjoyed the first song on the album when um United in Grief. Yeah. When he started out and he was like um and his um he has wife in there too. And then he had um that guy um Sam Do that does like the I hope you find some peace about yeah. like that, that that stuff like with all that and then it was like um tell them the truth and then tell them you're in all that.
2: Mm-hmm. And he was like
0: I'm, I've been going through something. He was like 1855 days I've been going through he something exact afraid. Days, yep. And it was the exact <laughs> date and uh, that is of when he last dropped yep. an album, and I was like, "Ah, right, he' about to be in this bag." Yep. And
2: then
0: he was saying how he was just um he was just talking about like a lot of things that questions he had, a lot of things that um that he does, like how his life has been over his career, like his ups the downs, the highs, low, all that. He talked about all that. Then he went to N ninety five, where you know that's the uh you reckless, fuck you out of pocket, all mm-hmm. that. You know that one was cool. Um. I like that because he was just saying like, you know, a lot of stuff he's saying, in the album was saying like the culture is trash. Yep. And he was like, he was like the culture is trash. That's what he was saying. He's like the culture is trash and everyone needs some healing and something and they need to work on themselves. They need therapy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then he had Worldwide Steppers. What's the next song on there? Worldwide Steppers. I didn't like that one that much. That was just Kodak Black talking up again and he had like the verse and all that. I didn't care for that song that much. It was a it was a good song, but I just didn't care about that one that much.
1: I think I he, like, I, set, I stepped that one. I think he set that one up to explain his addiction that he was mm-hmm. having while he was on tour.
0: Yeah, and he was um, talking about you know he was talking about like he like he, he stepped out on his wife and he like yeah mm-hmm. he, he fucked his first white girl in twenty I think twenty eighteen or something like that.
1: Yeah, good, like, good kid, mad city tour. I think he
2: mentioned.
0: Yeah, like he was talking about like all the all the things he had, all the things he's done. Yeah, a lot of times. Um, then he had Die Hard. Die Hard was
1: I didn't really huh? like that one. I don't know mm. why. I I just I don't know. I I'll have to go back and listen to it, like like in a different, like with an open mind. I don't know why I don't like it. It's just it's just one of those records that just seem out of place. If that makes sense.
0: Die Hard was more like a song to me. It was like him saying, like, okay. Um, you know, they say old habits, old habits die hard. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. That's how that's what I thought about when I heard the song, old habits die hard. Gotcha. So when I heard the song, I was like, okay. And he in the song he's talking about, like stuff that he struggles with, like, you know, things he's done throughout his life that's become a habit. You know, we do think so often it becomes a habit. Whether it's good or bad, we don't realize it. We do think so often it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. So it was like he was, he was like talking about these different traumas he experiences and things of that nature. And it was like, and like I and like I said, that's why I said I love this album so much because a lot of things he says I've been saying recently. Cause like in order to, to me, that song was more like, you know, in order to become the better version of yourself, the old habits and old ways you were thinking, old things you used to tolerate, yeah. which oftentimes is disguised as trauma. They gotta die. Gotta, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to let go and hard to reprogram yourself when you've been doing something for so long. But you know, in order to be the best you, you gotta face them demons. You gotta conquer them things. And you gotta move on. You like you can't live in the past. You gotta give. You gotta move forward. Right. So that's why I like Die Hard a lot. I love, I like Die Hard. I Got did. You. I like Die Hard. Um, for the time, I love For the Time too because. Me too. Of the, of, the, of the opening lines in the song because he had his wife on the intro and she was like you really need some that's therapy like, yeah. and he responded yeah. real nigga need no therapy yep. the Fuck you talking about and that we said i was like i was that person at one point yeah i used to be there until i went to therapy myself i used to be the same, like man i don't need no therapy that's, that ain't for niggas that's for white people like i don't need no fucking therapy like i don't, don't do therapy i'll be all right i'm straight in it around wrong me. i used to be that person until 2018 occurred, And I actually went to therapy I started going to therapy myself And And I like how he was saying How like You know He was saying he got daddy issues But he wasn't saying in the way of like His daddy wasn't around Because a lot of people don't realize this And people And I, I say this to myself all the time Like I love my dad My, dad was, my dad's been my life my entire time mm-hmm. Love my dad I love my dad Um, And It's certain things he does that I love about him And certain things he do that I don't agree with. And I tell people all the time, they be like, I be people all the time, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be like my dad. I was like, and now when I say that, I don't mean in the sense of like, I hate my dad. Cause I don't, I, I don't, I love my dad to death. I love my dad and my mom. Like I've had both of in my entire life. I've been very blessed to have a home where I have my mom and my dad. And, and I, when I say, I don't want to be like my dad, I mean, it's like, I don't want to be like him in the negative ways. Like, right. I see the good things he do and the good things he's done in my life. But I also have things that he's that he does that I don't agree with I don't like that he does because um he's older, and you know the older generation, your dad was old too jock you know, yeah. your dad your dad was older one too. The older generation they on that whole you know what's now considered a toxic masculinity like role where it's like you know you're a man like mm-hmm. you don't you don't show emotions you're not you're supposed to be sad, you just tough it out, this and that right. and I feel like that's not healthy. you need to be able to process your emotions and you know, do things. And then, like, you know, growing up with older, older, like, men in your life in general, like, whether they're role models or just, like, your family, your, grand, your grandfather, anything, they push you because they like, well, I did it when I was your age so you could do it too. Right. Yep. And it's like, you know, you just get to the point where it's like, I appreciate you, like, you know, you 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 pushing me to do things, but it's just like, Times change. Like, I shouldn't have to do that. Like, nobody has to do that anymore. Times have changed. Right. And I like that song. A lot because he addressed it, like, that daddy issues is not always, like, a bad thing. It's just, like, it's just a thing of, like, you know, you could have, as a man, you could have a father or a figure in your life or a lack thereof, and that could, like, you know, put in your mind, like, you know, I'm a man. I I control things. I'm, I'm dominant. It's not when... You, when in reality, in, like in general, you just can't be that way. Like you have to – you can still be a man. You can still lead. You can still be, you know, the foundation. You can, you can still do all this. But you don't have to go about it in a way that's, like, you know, misogynistic in a way. You don't have to right. go about it that way. You could, you, you can talk. You can compromise. You can work out. And that's one thing I love about my parents. My parents, it was never uh, one did everything and the other one didn't. They It's a team. They've always been a team. And that's why that's one thing I say. That's why I say, like, I don't want to be like my I don't want to be like my dad. I don't mean like I don't I, I don't want to be like him at all. It's just that I want to be the good parts of him, and I want to correct the bad parts of him. So that way, when I have kids, or if I have a son growing up, I don't want to display the same thing. Like my dad always worked, and kids said in the song, <laughs> I felt that yeah. I was like, damn, like I was like that's why, like my dad always worked too. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was like, he was like, well, well, grandma passed this day, and you back at work, and his mom was like, well, he's got to do we got to do.
2: Yeah. And some, I don't want to be like that when I get,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you, you know I'm sorry. you feel I'm yeah. comfortable. I don't want to be like that when I'm old. I don't. I don't want to go through that like, you know, phase of like where I'm just pushing through because like I'm a man. I don't want to ever address my issues or what I have going on because I feel like it's weak. Gotcha. Like, I feel like I want to be better than that. So that's why, why I say I don't want to be like that. I want to be the good parts of him and I want to be better than the parts I don't like, or uh, don't agree with. If that makes sense. That's what I mean by that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, with me. So, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, with me. So, when, you know, I was thinking the same way um, before my, my dad passed, right? So, be the good parts, but, you know, correct the others, right? So, after he had passed, um, as time went on and whatnot, it allowed me to, like, look at it a little differently, right? So, um what I'm trying to say. So I wanna be the good parts of him, but I need to learn from the, the parts that I didn't like, right? So right. how did he get like, you know, why was he doing the things that he was doing? You know, um, what was going through his mind and whatnot? So it kind of forced me to be like, okay, yeah, there's a side that he did not want us to see or hear, you know, you know, so it it kind of forced me to try to go back and try to figure out okay what led up to this why why this happened and all that right so and then you know take those things learn from it and then you know when I do get to have kids and I have a son or whatnot I'll be able to um be able to you know give that 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 uh, that open space where you know, my children can come to me and they will be able to be vulnerable together, right? Right, so, Right. I agree. Yeah, so that way, you know, okay, yeah. My dad went through this. Now I got better understanding why he was going through this. It explains to me why I'm going through it somewhat. And then now I can let, you know, my child be like, okay, I'm going through it and whatnot. How how can I go by fisting it, and then I can give them like multiple point of views on how to solve a situation that you know my my kid could possibly go uh, go through, right? So that's how I had uh, looked at it, and whatnot. Hence the reason why he has started the whole record off, um, you know, talking about therapy. Right, so, right,
0: right. Because yeah, yeah. Well, so I I agree. That's 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 pretty much like how I looked at it with the thing. Cause I was just looking, I was just like, yeah, I was like, what he's saying, like, I understand where he's coming from because like, you know, you like like you said, like, you, you want to be like, you want to take the good that you see growing up mm-hmm. and in the bad you experience, you want to at least have an understanding of why it's like this so you could like, make it better for your kids or at least give them a reason why is how things are how they are or why people might do these things. You want to get right. the perspective. Cause life is all about perspective. That's yeah. how life is all about perspective. So yeah. it's like with that song out here, I was like, yeah, I was like, that's how I want it. like you said, like when you were saying like you want to make like a safe space for your kids so they can like discuss things or be like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's the same thing I want. Like when I have kids, I want them to be able to, you know, <laughs> understand like I don't think you weak or I don't think you less of a boy or you this and that if you if you cry or if right. you sad. Now don't go crying out in public all the time and all that. Don't be doing all that. Don't let people everybody see you. <laughs> right. let everybody see the see the weakness. You can't do that now. Cause right. people are playing your top. You got a box. But you know, like if you got something you on your head you want to talk about, or even if even if the thing well, if I do something that's you that the, that my child doesn't agree with, I want my child to be able to come to me and tell me, like, hey, hey Pops, I I you know I know you said this, but the way you said it or how you said it or this and that. I want them to be able to come to me and tell me like, you know, well, what way you said this I didn't like or it hurt my feelings or, you know, things of that nature.
2: Right.
0: And I'm not going to snap, I, I, I pray I don't snap them and be like, well, I'm, I am well, I say what I say. I ain't going to do it. I'm like, well, the reason why, I said, well, if I said it in a way that, you know, came out as I was being like angry or rude, I wasn't. I'm just telling you, you know, like, you know, have that healthy dialogue and that discourse with them to let them know like, hey, right. if I do something that you feel is like out of pocket, then let me know. If it's for your best interest, you just don't like it and you guys just suck it up and shut the fuck up, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if it's something you feel like I just, you know, if I said in a way that, you, that was rude or disrespectful, I want them to be able to tell me like, you know, it bothered them and they not just like, fuck my dad or fuck my mom. Like, I don't want them to be like that. Because that's not how I was. If I had any issue with my mom or my dad said anything or they like hurt my feelings in a way this and that, I go tell them, I tell them. I was like, hey, I was like, I, I was like I get what you were saying, but it's just the way you said it, just this and that. And then you know, we'll talk about it and it's you know, it's done, it's done. I wanna be able to have that with my kids. And that's why I say like that song, I really like that song because a lot of people have father issues in a way they don't really realize. Everybody was associated that with like my dad was around and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. it could be like what you see growing up, you don't want to adapt those qualities or you don't understand. And the older you get, you start understanding it more, and then you want to make sure that when you get to that point, you could be better or do better.
2: Right. So yeah,
0: I really like "Father Time." the Time" is a good song. Um, then he had the rich spirit into the rich interlude. He had rich spirit. Rich spirit is also a favorite because that's the I can't focus you no more. I'm fasting. That song. That's that. Oh, yeah. That's that one. I like that one. Um, that one. He was just basically. What was that song really about? I'm trying to think. Um... That one was more about being you and getting, being you standing firm in your beliefs, being like who you are, this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be, and people criticism and all that, fuck them. Nobody cares. Like, if you ain't with it, I'm fasting. You out my life. I'm good. I can't focus you on them. I'm good. Yeah. Like I'm, going, I'm going by my way. Um. Uh, then he had, we cry together was after that, today, I think.
1: Uh yeah yeah
0: we we cry together was the very much so very true song of life. (laughs) Everyone needed to hear that because that's that was the most toxic song on the
1: album, and which makes sense why it was there, right? So I don't know if people realize or not, but the whole first. Um, half of uh, this album, um, was narrated by his wife Whitney. So, and then I guess he used uh, Black Kodak to like, um, to represent the side that's not perfect because you, when you hear, you know. Uh, as I said, black Kodak. Oh Lord, uh, Kodak black. I wasn't gonna I say didn't, nothing. I didn't realize it, yeah. So when 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 I guess he used Kodak black to um, to show the imperfected side, right? The side that you know we're so used to seeing. You know, like all oh, these rappers going to jail, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have all these issues and all that stuff, right? So the dialogue that's between you know Kendrick and um, What's her name? I think Tal- Taylor... Page. Yeah. It's supposed to, like, represent all the the, the relationship issues, but also at the same time, it addresses other issues, like like smaller issues that you don't really think about until, you know, you actually think about it, right? So, like, oh, uh, how, how can you still listen to an R. Kelly song but you know that what he did was wrong. But also at the same time, why y'all like, you know, why women don't like lifting each other up? Like, when he was talking about why, um, what he has R&B said, singers don't make
0: songs together.
1: Right, exactly. He's like, you're the reason R&B singers don't make songs together. Exactly, exactly. So when there was that tell that last part of that song, um, the last verse where it was like asking all these questions about, um, why this? Why that? I think that was the, the key moment of that record besides the whole toxic relationship that was going on, right? So I think it, it was well needed. It was out of place because a lot of people was like, yeah. Okay. Like, whoa, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this, is, this hit hard, right? But it was it was needed because it, it addresses all the, the questions that you know people was having during that time period, because, you know, you know, like, we see it, we, you know, we, we hear about it on social media and whatnot, but, you know, it's like, when when people gonna actually, like, start asking the real questions behind it, you know, so, that's why I took, right. took away from that song.
0: Right, because <laughs> people, people hear that song and think like, oh, he's just talking about relationships arguing, but,
1: no. <laughs>
0: he's also talking about, like, he's using, basically, like, the toxic relationship that, it's so many layers to this song, bro. That's why yeah. I, I like the song, too, because so many layers to it. Because, like, in one, bro, he's having... A, he, the song was a conversation, mm-hmm. basically, like a toxic argument yeah. that people experience a lot nowadays. And it's like, this is what the world sounds like.
2: Mm-hmm. People are always
0: going back and forth. There's always these abusive relationships going on now and all that. Like, it's a lot of people that have trauma from relationships and all that. Yeah. So he used that as the way to get the message out. But the message to me in the song is more like... He's talking about, this, again, the state of the culture. Like, you yeah. know... Yep. This is why things are how they are, because because I'm doing this, and you do that, and then you do that, so I'm doing this. It's like, you know, it's no it's no connection anymore. It's like, a, it's like it got lost somewhere in the sauce. Yeah. Hence, so, it's like... Hmm, go ahead. I was going to
1: say, hence the reason why he said, I think he said it at the end of this record, where he was like, stop uh, tap dancing around the conversation.
0: Yeah, stop tap dancing around the conversation.
1: Yeah. 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 So, That's what
0: uh, Whitney said at the end.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, Because like like the song, they go back and forth They fight, fight, fight They Mm -hmm. argue And he was like, um, when Toss got a man You didn't pick up the phone When they get a job, you you say you staying home Like all that kind of stuff Oh, why aren't you bitches don't feature On each other songs then Like that kind of stuff um, Like when he was saying all that It was just like he was just saying Like this is why people have these toxic relationships And this is why in in any facet of the world Like professional, relationship, all that and that's why things just they, nothing gets nothing gets settled, nothing gets gets done. And people always want to like point out things now because now's this whole new like cancel culture thing, where you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna point out this thing. You know, it's been going on for years. I'm gonna point this out now, and I'm going to say this is wrong. Or everybody's trying to hold people accountable for things, and everyone's a narcissist, everyone's egotistical, all these things. Like all these things he addressed in this song, yeah. and he was like, well, this is why this is why the world's how it is because yeah. of, because of this of this behavior, this this trauma that people just powering through and just accepting as the norm people have made trauma the norm now and that's why the world is how it is yep and and then everyone's hypocritical because like you said with the r kelly line like yeah r kelly r kelly is a pedophile and needs to be locked up and he is locked up i think he got i think he escaped or something i don't know if that's real or not but yeah he 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 needs to be locked up he's a pedophile 30 years years. exactly yeah exactly so you know all that but it's like Y'all still listen to his music though. Exactly. Like, you not—he not really canceled. Like, you, if "Step in the Name of Love" come on, oh, everybody gonna get up and do they "Step in the Name That's of Love." Right. If "Ignition" come on the remix, everybody gonna rap it, gonna sing it, rap it word for word, uh, bar right. for bar. Ain't nothing about it to change.
1: A backyard barbecue anthem. What you mean? You cannot exactly. have any of that. <laughs> exactly. 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 Hmm.
0: And then, like, I love how he ended. Like, they had all that. They had all that argument. And then it's like, never mind, bitch, I'm walking out. Whatever, nigga, I'm off you now. Your evil ass kept me well out mm-hmm. And then push, pussy nigga best, wash your mouth. And then pussy and mouth is all you got. Yeah. And then she say, lay pussy back on the couch, dog style, and you get on top. And then it's like, fuck me, nigga. I'm a fuck you, bitch. It's yeah. <laughs> like, nah, fuck me, nigga. And when she said that, she's like, it's a double on times because yep. it's like, people have these toxic ass arguments and they end up, end up, end up, it ends up ending in an of intercourse yep. every time. Mm-hmm. They, they do this this,
1: this is this a, is a solution to
2: everything. This
0: is this is normal solution to toxic situations going on. This is what's wrong with the world, now. Yeah. And then she was then she says against like, nah, fuck me, nigga, fuck me. And said, nah, fuck you, fuck me. And he's like, I'm gonna fuck you, bitch. But it's not, she's saying like, fuck me is then like this is it's gonna it's this the same cycle. Like we did all this arguing, and then we just gonna we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna fuck and it's gonna be the end up. We're gonna it's gonna be back. Cool for a couple of days. We gonna have another argument. Right. Same pattern. We're gonna keep repeating. Yep. And then also, like, it's like, fuck me, isn't like, it's like, it's like, fuck me, is like, you know, we are gonna go ahead and do this and get this out the way. So it's like, I, I just, I just think there's so many layers to the song, bro. Like, I had to yeah. spend so much longer talking about this song. It's so many more layers That's to, an to it, bro. Episode by itself. That's a whole episode <laughs> by itself. Um, then he had purple hearts. Purple yeah. hearts was cool. That was cool. It was just more like, um, basically speaking for the wounded. Because, you know, Purple Heart, you know, your dad's yeah. in the middle. So, you know, Purple Heart, you know, that's just for people that got, you know, hurt, killed, all that kind of stuff. So, it's more like, you know, I think that was more like a, times for like, you know, Purple Heart because you were wounded from trauma and all that kind of stuff. I think that was kind of like a little metaphor he had on it. Yeah. Um, then he had, the, call yeah. Me Out. That's the end for the first half. Yeah. That's the end for the first half. Then calm Me Out is the, uh, that's the Mr. Morale part of the album, I think. Mr. Yeah. Morale's the second part. Yeah, yeah, that was the Mr. Morale part. And calm Me Out, he starts off with, we may not know which way to go on this dark road. All these holes make it difficult. And then his wife come on session 10 breakthrough. And it's like, with this half of the album, he starts talking more about like, you know, Progressing through, like finally addressing these traumas and like fixing them, correcting them, like
1: pretty, pretty much his therapy sessions, pretty much.
0: Yeah, like yeah. the second half is the second therapy when he actually like started realizing, like you know. Yeah. These are things that he has to deal with. He needs to accept these are problems he have. Mm-hmm. But I love how he started to call me out. Cause the first verse it say one of these lies, I'm gonna make things right with the wrongs I've done. That's when I that's when I unite with the father, son, till then I fight, ran on me, put the blame on me, got guilt, got hurt, got shame on me. Got six magazines that's aimed at me, done every magazine that was fame to me. It's against me, a gang to me, where the bedroom met. Sleep, I ain't never had affairs with that. What's fair when the hearts and the words don't reach? What's fair when the money don't take things back? It's rare for somebody to take your dreams back. I care too much, want to share too much, in my head too much. I shut down too, I ain't there too much. I'm a complex soul. They laid me up, then broke me down, morality dust. I lack in trust. This time around I trust myself. Please everybody else but myself. All as fair as I was myself. i done fear, i done myself. This year you better warn yourself. Mask on a baby, mask on the op. Well mask in the neighborhood, stores you shop. Put a but a mask on hide who you are inside. Look around the realities, called in lies, wipe my ego. dodge my pride. Look, look myself in the mirror, Amityville. Ain't seen nothing scarier. I fought like a pitbull, tear your blood. I shed could fill up aquariums. tell my angels carry 'em. Every emotion being deprived, even my strong post couldn't survive if I didn't learn to love myself and give myself a hundred times, dog. So that whole first verse, bro, so much in that first verse. I was like, wow. I'm like, oh, he coming out with the, yeah. the heat for that verse. So, you know,
1: which is crazy because I just now realized that. You know, when he was talking about the mad situation down further down in that verse, he mm-hmm. was he's pretty much answering the N ninety-five record. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now yep. now nah, nah, I gotta listen to the to the second half again to see if he was like answering all the first half.
0: That's <laughs> about to, I was about to say that the first half of the album was him telling his issues. Yeah. And then the second half he was answering like, Okay, so I realized this is what's wrong with me. This is my yeah, problem. Yeah. This is what's going on. Like I need to start. I need to. I need to love myself and forgive things I did in the past and let that go and become a new me.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's when he started just like going into like um into like he started talking about like things that he's accepted now and he's moving forward from now. Um, even with the song "Crown," like "Crown," the song after that, he talked about like um how he has a conflict with him, um with himself because it's like um. Because he saw that song out was. which you walk around like everything is in control. Favor come with favors and you can't say no. And it's like, you know, he's at this stage now where he's made it out from his situation or his past. But he still feels the connection to it. And he's just like, he's just like, well, I can't please everybody. Like, I can't be the Kendrick that was back in the day when I was younger doing all this shit. And I also can't be, and I can't be that, and I can't be. The kids that you see now, that is, you know, removed from all that and lives a life of solitude, and I'm, I'm just enjoying life with my family. I can't be both. Like I've, I've changed. I've outgrown the situation. Cause he says all he's and a song. He says all the time. He literally says in the outro, "I can't please everybody." Yeah. And I felt that when he said that, I was like, I felt like I was like, you know, you oftentimes you try to get to the point where you please pleasing everybody, so you don't really realize that, um, you're being. Good that's not who well, you are anymore. you yeah. you've. you've You've, you've moved on past you're a new person, like you, you've evolved, you changed the person, so that's not you anymore. So you can't please everybody by holding on to your old ideals when that's not your way of thinking anymore. If people aren't on your level anymore, if you progress to a new level of life, and they're on your level anymore, then that's fine. It happens. You might have level up and they might still be on a, on the previous level, or they might get hard stopped at that level of life, or You they you can't help them with that. you can't If you pass that, you pass that, that's how it is.
2: Right.
0: Um, then he had Silent Hill. Silent Hill was the Kendrick, the, the Kodak Black song. Of course, yeah. it's song. The Kodak Black song. And that was the why, oh, why, oh, why you keep fucking with me? Yeah, You're going to make yeah. me jump out my skin believe me that song. With that and Kodak, that was a push these like, like, Yeah, record. push these niggas off me like, push uh, these yeah, that was a song. That was random, um, too. <laughs> it was. It very much so was. Um, But that song, I like that one because that one basically was just like about like, you know, like. You go through life, if you get some success, then you start realizing who really for you and who not.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, it was like the fake people and all that, like, you know, you don't need all that around. You don't need all these people. Like, you just gotta know how to, basically distinguish between what's real and what's fake. And then it's like, he was like, just don't him. Like, you know, he just needs silence, he's stressed out. Just, right. leave, him, just leave him alone, he's he chill, he chillin'. Then that's when we get to Savior. That was the interlude. <laughs> K okay, Baby King first. And then Savior, the song, yeah. which is my favorite song on the album personally because he, he, like we were saying earlier, he basically says, like, I'm not the Savior. I'm not the person. I'm not the person that society needs to look to to fix everything. That's not my job. That's not me.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I'm just as fucked up as you are. I have issues too. Like, it's not. that's not how I go. Um, and the, the verse that I really, I really, I think this is to me, this is like, the, if it's not, the, it's to me, it's, it's like top five, but it might be higher than that. It's one of the best verses have the second verse of, um, of Savior, when he says, by their tongue and rabble lyrics, scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. Politic- Politically correct is how you keep an opinion. Niggas is tight, love the fuck who dare to be different. Seeing the Christian say the vaccine mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. Then he caught COVID and prayed the Pfizer for relief. Mm-hmm. Then I caught COVID. Then I caught COVID and started to question Kyrie. Will I stay organic or hurry in this bed for two weeks? And then he says, do you want peace? Then watch us in the street. One post chest for you. 365 for me. Vladimir making nightmares. But that's how we all think the collective conscience, calamities on repeat. And we said, oh, well, I want her to voice." I had to play that back a couple of times, bro. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like that that verse that that verse cold <laughs> that's, that's one of the coldest <laughs> verses he had yeah. that verse was cold that was cold it was cold I enjoyed that one a lot um, and then the last verse he comes back with saying like the cat's out the bag I'm not your savior I find it just difficult to love our neighbors because you know he he being honest like you can't look at me as God when I'm just as fucked up as you like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like like you got to think for yourself like you what you want to do and what you feel is right you got to do that for yourself I can't I can't I don't have the answers for you. The same way I'm finding answers myself, you got to find your own answers. Right. That's, that's pretty much how it go. Um, then he had Auntie Diaries, which is probably the most interesting song on the album. We talked about his transgender auntie yeah, and cousin. And
1: cousin,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we going to let that song just go. Okay, it's pretty self-explanatory about yeah, that. one of those things that
1: need to be addressed, pretty much. Yeah,
0: exactly. He, he basically saying, you know, I, I love that song. That song was needed. That song was needed for the world. Yeah. Then he had Mr. Morale. What's the next song? Um, that one also talks about trauma. That was um basically talking about like trauma that's covered in generations of, of like families, like generational trauma and all that kind of stuff. He talks about that. He made another all killer comment too, and yeah. now He talk about all killing that too. So let like, go back to what we were saying. He was answering questions from the first half and yep. the second half. Um then he has Mother I sober, which is basically him, that song was deep too. but that was like him saying how like his mom was Sex little brew. So she thought that his cousin was doing the same thing. And it's that that's on, I, I that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. And but that's also about generational curse, about breaking generated about breaking generational curses. That's the end. and then that song ends with his wife coming in saying, You did it. I'm proud of you. You broke a generational curse. Yes. Say thank you, Dad. Thank you, Daddy, thank you, mommy, thank you, brother, Mr. Morale. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, that was, that good, was yeah. good. Cause basically that song was a culmination of him of the therapy sessions, him saying, like, okay, I know what, what the problem is. And I'm going to change that. I'm a, I'm going to change this cycle that's happening within. My family that was passed down for me, I'm gonna be different. I'm yeah. gonna be better. So that was that was that was pretty pretty good. And then he had Mirror, which was the last song. Um Mirror basically was just talking about like fame and
1: how, how chose himself. Yeah. yeah, how he chose
0: himself why over he's so separated everything from everything else. A while. Yeah. Why he in the Valley of Silence and why yeah. he isolated and he was like, "I choose me." I'm sorry, basically saying like, "I'm not a savior to people. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm choosing my peace and who I am over trying to be this God figure for millions of people." When I, that's not who I am, that's not me. Right. And yeah, and I and I and then that was the end of the album, and I, I I loved it. I loved the album. The album was great. Then he had the part, the hard part five, which wasn't really part of the album at first. Right. He added a ramble at the end, like it's popped up, but you know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the album a lot. I think the album was very much so influential. Oh, yeah. It was very, it, it, it covered a lot of topics. I feel like people, I don't know how you think about it, Jack Coyle, but I feel like people weren't feeling the album as much mm. after the fact because it's really no hits on the album. It's no. not a hit on the album. No. It's just.
1: what I don't know if you, you know the history of, um, Oh, man. Who who was it? Who started first? first? Um, the Beatles, right? Uh-huh. With Sgt. Peppers. So, you, right, know right, when, right. you know when it was like, oh, we've been number one for so long. We're just going to do a real album about music that we really want to do. Right. And it wound up being their biggest album because it was really true to them. Same thing uh-huh. with um, Marvin Gaye. When Marvin Gaye, you know, he was known as like the sex symbol for... Um, a Motown and you know when he did what's going on. Yeah, um, what's going on. Yep. Yeah, and that was he, like he, he was he was talking about Right Right. Yeah. Right. And he started talking about issues that he wanted to talk about. And that wound up being his number one album, right? So mm-hmm. I see this album as, you know, his his like, oh, his final goodbye to, you know, uh, top dog but also at the same time he used it to be like okay look I've been number one for the last however many albums that I did I need y'all to know who I really am and I want to make an album about what I'm dealing with and who I am right so that's, mm. that's the way I had looked at it I was like oh he's pretty much just taking the Beatles and Marvin Gaye approach and it's like hey I'm going to make a record that I really want to make you know allow your um your artists you know especially during the time when Kendra came out like Big Sean and J. Cole they would be the first one to me be like hey look our first album was trash but usually they try to make it up with the sophomore album about oh these are records that I really wanted to do right
0: you know Big Sean didn't do that Big Sean first two albums were very very
1: very first so bad yeah yeah another time for the (laughs) day right but no but they usually try to make it up with a sophomore album because they know that their first album is just an album just to get them out there in the mainstream, right? Uh-huh. Whereas Kendrick, he's been doing pretty much the same records from day one with, is it Section, uh 80 is his first album or is another one before Section, that? Section 80 is
0: his first official studio album. Like his right. first debut album. It counts as the first.
1: Yeah, and you notice that his music pretty much been the same all the way up till this point was like, hey, these, I'm addressing the issues that, you know, y'all are dealing with. Uh, this is some of the stuff that's going on in my hood. Uh, this is how I got on the label with, you know, Top Dog. This is the backstory, and whatnot. And then now it's like, okay, this is, you know, just like Marvin Gaye. Hey, okay, we need to address some stuff that we're not really talking about. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way I had looked at this, this particular album. And I was like, I'm, say, not, I'm not even mad at it, you know? <laughs> same. I did the same. Um,
0: a more recent uh, comparison for people that's you know not really big on Marvin Gaye and mm-hmm. the Beatles. Um I also want to say another group too, um Lincoln Park did that too. After Linkin oh, yeah. Park's um second album yeah. after Meteora, they just started making songs they wanted to make. They didn't care. They stopped yep. they like the first two was like to get them out there.
2: Yeah. then they
0: started making songs they really wanted to make and fans had problems with it, they didn't accept it, but yeah. you know they did what made them happy. Um, another example too was J. Cole for his um For yeah. Your Eyes only album. Yeah. That album was for him. Yeah. That was for him. He and, needed uh, to grieve his friend's death, so that was for him.
2: Yeah.
1: And um and Jay Z with four forty four. Yeah, that was an apology album to yeah. Beyonce. Apology <laughs> and hey, I'm I'm a father now. I need to take look at life a little differently, right. So right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. yeah
0: that's great. Yeah, but that, that's that's pretty much how I looked at it too. It was, it was, the album was for him. It wasn't for, it wasn't really for us. It was for him. Right, right. That's why I look at it for. And people say about the replay, like you can say it don't have that much replayability, which I I get because the way the the way the meta, <laughs> I get it because the way the music, the way music is now, bro, the way the meta is, if it's not a two minute song or a TikTok song,
2: mm-hmm.
0: people don't care. It's a short shelf life with songs now. Like people don't yeah. listen to albums no more. They just listen to songs on TikTok and that's it. Yeah, that's Look true. at these artists that coming up off for of TikTok on so fucking like Coilera and people like that. Like, they they, I, they not yeah. good artists for real. Yeah. So. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I look at it. Like, I can still go back and listen to the, to the album. I was listening to it the other day. I was
1: listening actually. to it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: was like, I didn't listen, was I didn't
0: listen to this one. Mo- I, yes- I listened to it yesterday. I didn't listen to it this morning. Yeah. I didn't listen to it this morning. I listened to it yesterday though. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I, I like I like it. I like the album. Um, so, with that being said, um, We've been here talking for a long time, Jack. So I think we're gonna go ahead and, and end this episode off.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been <laughs> um, like a good two hours, huh? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been a good two hours about how huh? yeah, we've been we've been we've been running our mouth. Um anything you like to say to people before we I I send them on their way?
1: Um, nah man, like just keep doing what you're doing, bro. Like, um I mean now that I have uh opportunity to like speak to you, you know, it's been a while and whatnot, but Your your podcast had helped me do, like, the last two years of my life, man. All the questions that I was dealing with, all the issues that I was, you know, facing and whatnot. You know, if I wasn't listening to your podcast, I would have never known that you was facing the same situation. Um, um, I know you had received—I think when you had took your break, the first thing I had— I don't know if you remember the text, and I was like, yeah, thank you. Get some rest, right? Yeah, Um, I remember. remember. Yeah, man. So— just to let you know if you if you think you're not touching the hearts of your of your listeners, just know you always have one, and I want to let you know <laughs> that I'm one of them. So, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be many more that's like extremely grateful for what you're doing right now. So. Yeah, man. Just, I appreciate just, that, bro. Just keep keep going, bro. <laughs> just keep going. I appreciate that. That's that's the
0: goal, bro. As long as as long as the podcast touch one, that's all I care about. Yes, sir. I, I ain't got to have a million viewers, a million listeners. None of that. As long as it's, as long as I got one, then I, I'm fine with that. I, I, I'm gonna keep doing it. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it. So I appreciate that, bro. But with that being said, y'all, we are gonna go ahead and um, bring this episode to a close. Uh, I want to thank Jock for giving me a couple of hours of his time to do this episode.
2: Anytime.
0: Um No problem, no problem. You'll, you'll be on again, bro. Like, this ain't just the only guest. Gonna, I'm going to have the, any guest y'all here doing the, the guest gauntlet. It's still the guest gauntlet. <laughs> we got a couple more lined up. Any guest y'all here, y'all probably going to hear them again at some point in life. Like, they'll be back. Because um, I'm really enjoying the, the guest gauntlet so far. Um, uh, we're, gonna, we're almost approaching our three-year anniversary, too. It's oh, crazy. yeah, Crazy. I'm almost at three years, y'all. It don't seem like it's been that long, but it's about to be three years since the
1: podcast started. Three years, um, five seasons.
0: Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, season four kind of gonna be a wash. I kind of want to delete season four. I was talking about that on the yeah, like I heard, a couple episodes ago. Like, nah,
1: yeah.
0: nah. I ain't, go, I ain't gonna delete it, <laughs> but I want to. I want to, but I'm not gonna delete it though. But I want to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, like we are yeah we gonna, we gonna, we, gonna, we gonna keep it rolling, y'all. We gonna keep it rolling. Um. I don't know who's next. We're gonna be like hip hop here. I don't know who's next. <laughs> I want a I guest, gone let whoever available. Because <laughs> my skills have been so trans, I haven't even been able to sit down and really get with the people. But I'm working on it. I'm not gonna list down. I got six more to go. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, I got I got like six more to go. So we're gonna we're gonna knock this list on down. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, again, appreciate y'all listening. Um, again, appreciate Jock for stopping by. Um, good conversation, y'all got to hear some stories. Y'all would never heard otherwise. Man, I heard some good stories.
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna get like a long text from quite a few people I hadn't heard from in a while, so it's gonna be interesting.
2: <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> right.
1: But it's all,
0: yeah, it's all love. So yeah, it's <laughs> just, yeah, it's all, it's all love. Ain't nothing like that. It ain't nothing <laughs> But, yeah, we're going to go ahead and head on out, y'all. Make sure, we, as I always say, take care of yourself and each other. do love one another. Everything is everything, and I will see you all next time. Peace out.